What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Yala. The, the, the thrice weekly podcast where we talk about the hottest news with a touch of what, Terence? Most interesting guests that we can find in Singapore. Yes, and today we have a pair of them. Not one, but two. I don't think we've had two two guests for a long time. Huh? Uh, yeah, two guests. But remember, where where are they from? They are from one from one ideal, one, yeah, one, one ideal. ideal. Yeah. And today we would like to welcome Reming and Wei Chun from the woke salary men. Yeah. yeah, and that's men, singular uh, men. Yeah, singular men. men. Yeah. Not, they're not woke salary it's men. It's the company name. Yeah, the company name. And right before the introduction, they told us, you know, it is because the woke salary man is, is what you say, an ideal, is it? It's, it's not like, like some people say, hey, I'm meeting the woke salary man, like yeah. when they meet us, but it's not, we are not the woke salary because we also are not perfectly in, like, Tune to, like, I mean like we also make some silly financial purchases from time to time we have mm-hmm. our own vices also la, so yeah. we are not the works that I mean. we but like when we it. when we go out we, do we say we are from Ministry of Funny Mm. We don't say we are from the ministry. Eh, do we say what do we say? Ministry of Funny not the Ministry of not Funny not the la. Ministry no, but, but for this is I think it's like you all don't want to be like uh, identified as like a, almost like a boy band kind of thing, la, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where you all have like you all are like the the work work salary man. Yeah, yeah. And then if like and someone joins you, then he's not a work salary man. Yeah, it's not he's like, like that. Yeah, yeah, I think the uh, less focus on the people running it and more of like the the, the, idea. the, the, the idea of like the principles or the values. Yeah, then, yeah. So then, the then how, what what made you come up with that name? Because okay, right yeah. now you guys are pretty huge in Singapore, right? Don't be modest, okay? You're like <laughs> you guys are big. Uh, a lot of people know you all. Uh, how do y'all come up with that name? Yeah, so I, I think like we, it begin with like uh, okay, so this is probably going to come up during this conversation. Sure, so I'll just like uh, address it head on. Sure. Yeah, so the the word woke in woke ceremony doesn't mean like in the Western context where you are very woke about uh, societal issues yeah, and things issues. like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, although it can be seen that way but the original meaning was that you know uh, when someone says, oh, I, I wish I knew this earlier. I wish I woke up when when I was mm. 25 to these realities of the world. Mm. So it's used in that context. Mm. So Ming created the page actually. Then mm. he asked me to also help make content for it. But when he asked me to sort of draw, you know on Facebook, you have to put the banner. banner yeah, yeah, correct, so correct. what I drew actually was, my interpretation of it was waking up and it was actually, if you go back to find our first ever banner, right? Mm. It was a picture of uh, a salary man in the train going like, like, uh, to me, it was waking up because that related to sort of how I felt like when, when I first entered the working world and I'm like, oh shit, I'm like minus $25,000 in debt. Eh. Mm. Can, can like, that banner still be found on your Yeah, okay, okay, You go back and I can find one. Okay, okay. Yeah, uh. yeah, yeah. But, but of course, then now there's this whole anti-woke thing and the woke movement and stuff. Yeah. And and that is not our intention. It was literally just wake up. So maybe the grammar is wrong, lah, right? No, so mm. but I mean even the woke the woke term in the US, it has to do with waking up also. Yes, right. yes, yes. Yeah. Right. But it's also tied up in a, a lot of ways with like correct, liberalism correct. and yeah. like yeah. a certain it's more, when you say it, it means a certain thing. Yeah, yeah. Right? It's more exactly. like a political awakening yeah. in that context. Right? Whereas yeah. yours is more of a uh, financial awakening. Financial, yeah. financial. So, so does it impact you guys like on a day to day basis or like do people come across and come come to you and say stuff that Makes you go like that's not the kind of work we are. Uh, not really. I, I mean, definitely not day to day. But people do talk, talk to it about us sometimes. Mm. Talk to talk about it to us sometimes. Mm. I think I try to take like a non US centric approach. Mm. So I think mm. if you define the word by American rules, then yeah, I mean, work will mean the political work. 
Yeah. But I feel like that is a very like Western-centric way of using the word woke. And as Asian mm. people, we are free to re- re- uh, redefine the word, the word in, uh, you know, however we I mean, like, word to. also got multiple meanings. Yeah, like, yeah, you look yeah. at the dictionary, it got multiple meanings. So, yeah. I think the best person to ask in terms of like, what do they mean is us. Mm. And we are saying this. So, if you want to say that we are not, then okay, lor, you go and dig clues and find out how <laughs> we're actually trying to sneak in some other thing. But I don't mm. think you will find a lot, like, honestly, yeah. I, I think. But I think, we also acknowledge that the word means different things to different people. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. if you want to think it's the political work, yeah. If you think it's woke but making fun of the the the, the left, yeah. that's uh, fine also. Yeah, yeah. Mm. As long as you enjoy the content. I think judges by the content, not not by the brand. And and mm. I think like it's it's a bit unfortunate if you because seeing what the brand is, the name, yeah. Yeah. then you go into reading the comic with a preconceived notion of what we're about to say. I feel like can also I mean like whatever I do what you want but like, I feel like that's not an optimal way to enjoy our content so you you have mm. gotten feedback like that when have, people, have. people think that you have an works agenda works every man works every person also have uh. Uh, you know <laughs> that kind of thing have also I think, work salary person. I think sometimes people read the content especially if the content is viral and reaches the states you're like, this is yeah. not what work means. Because <laughs> yeah, yeah. our content sometimes will cross over to the States. Yeah. And it's very entertaining when that happens. Uh, mm. So it will hit a new point of reality because like they, they have more people, right? Yeah. So yeah. numbers very nice. But sometimes also like, they are very much more into commenting and argument. And you will see That's that we in, in the comments. Like, you'll yeah, be able yeah, to tell, yeah, okay, it's, it's crossed over to the yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah it's but, quite fun. but recently I saw like, in one of the comments that go viral, yeah. there were like Americans and there were some like people of color yeah. defending the, the use of the word woke in uh, the comment section. Right, right, right. <laughs> so it will reach on and think on its own yeah, life, entity life also its own, in the yeah. argument. Yeah. It's very interesting. Yeah. And then for me, I just like look at the sidelines. Okay, you're, you're yeah, having this discussion. Just it's, spectator mode. Then we just, it's, too, it's too intense for me. Who, like, who's, the one, who's the one that engages with the trolls? Uh, uh, mostly him. Mostly yeah. him. Okay, yeah. okay, okay. Yeah. I think I do it less now because it's quite mentally sapping. It is, uh, right? Yeah. Yeah. So now I just filter out all the, all the trolls. But and Because to, nowadays to do content means also you are interacting with people. It's inevitable. Last time if like I'm Clark Gable, I'm an actor, right? You can't reach me. You can't you write angry letter to me I'll never see now you yeah, must yeah. be accessible like. you're, yeah, you're, now you're so building accessible, a community like, you're building yeah, a community Twitter I can reach Elon Musk you know I yeah, can tweet yeah. him and if it's like ferocious enough or more enough people retweet it he will see it yeah right. Mm. So, so how do you engage with how do you use to engage with the trolls to what extent I think we will try to just kill them with kindness kill them with kindness you know stay, stay up on our view you know uh, so you would take the time to type out try like, to empathize with them but uh, then I guess uh, over a long period of time it just, just become very uh draining. Mm. So I think in the past on, on Instagram, I think I replied like every single DM. Every single DM. I That's think, why we were smaller also so you can do it. Yeah, I think up yeah. to the point where if like 150k followers, yeah. I was still replying every single DM. Mm. But eventually, it, I just became too, too tired to do it. So now I'm more selective mm. on who I reply. Like I think if, if the the messages are very rude or what, I just like, ah, whatever. But you will still read every message. La. Not every message. I think... It's too many. Yeah. It's too many so, at this point. Yeah. So... We do have a list of like people who like to not like to who tend to uh view us in bad faith. Yeah. yeah so yeah, the yeah, comments yeah. are always like very aggro and quite bad. Yeah. 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 So I just mm. hide them in in uh, the, in the so general folder. Yeah, so you know, Insta got general, then got like, oh, primary, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? Yeah, primary folder. Yeah, so we put the the usually quite bad people into the general folder. Yeah, because I but re- we will never tell people who whether they're yeah, general yeah, yeah. primary. Like, hey, so don't general folder one. No, no. <laughs> was, that, was it a KPI thing like, okay, once we hit 150k subscribers, oh. I'll stop listening. I'll not, stop. Not I'll really. Stop. I, so I think it just got to the point it started uh, affecting my, my mental health. Oh, really? Because yeah. oh, okay, okay. I mean, replying 
possibly toxic messages, I- even if it's just a small mm. percentage of mm. the the following, right? I mean, it can be quite draining. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's say 1% of 100,000 is still 1,000. Correct, correct, yeah. Like 1,000 bad DMs can be quite bad. Yeah, know? yeah. To, to someone's mental health. Yeah. No, we realize that like even our Reddit, like 99% of the comments are usually positive and trying mm. to engage in conversation. Yeah. But it's always that one comment. That one guy that keeps you up at night. Your day on. Ruins your day. Yeah, it really does. Makes you discuss. Yeah. And all that, yeah. I, I'm surprised because um, for us, we started social media when we were later, right? So, I mean, when we were older, um, I can't, can't imagine if you're 21, you start, you no, get we're comments old, like man. that. We're I mean, we're old, yeah. dude. In, we're the, old. So, in the influencer in the game, man. we're fucking old, dude. When we first got into YouTube, we were in our like very 20s. early 30s. And I remember we went to our Are first. Are you serious? Yeah, yeah. You in your twenties, eh? No, no. Yeah. when you started, like, please, no. please, don't, don't, yeah. don't, 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 and like it felt like this bunch of like like my young cousins, no. Mm. And I think one of them also said, uh, "What we told them our age. I was thirty, he was thirty-two at that time." Oh, and you're like, "Oh shit, you guys are thirty! Oh my god, fucking like, old man, <laughs> fucking old bro." Like retiring soon. And they or were like twenty-one, twenty-two, and all that. But I think yeah. it was helpful because the when you see comments when you're a bit older, I think you're like, okay, like you care about it less. But mm. even up till today, right? Once in a while there'll be some comment, right? I read then. Yeah, I'm also surprised by how much it gets to me. La. I think but we're I, not made for this, you know, like, like correct, the idea correct. of like, and, and it's great, like the internet and social media because it means that the the, the individual, right, can yeah. have access with very, very low production budget mm. to an, uh, basically the whole world. The whole if world, you make yeah. a good YouTube video, like Casey Neistat for a very low budget, if it's good, people will see it and mm. suddenly you have so many people looking at your shit yeah. and possibly commenting. Last time, like, to publish, right, was such a big barrier because you had to get in with the TV people mm. or you had to get in with the movie network people mm. and then they would shield you from all this hate mail that people might write with a fucking quill and ink and all that yeah, 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 yeah. and you would never see it. But now, like, everybody can knock, yeah, hey, hello, I don't like your thing. Yeah. Wrong, take it off, change it. You yeah, know? Yeah, yeah, and exactly. I don't think we have figured out how to... Filter. Deal with that yeah. kind of thing, you know, mm. on mass, you know, there's so many people. I mean, and I always get the kanchong feeling of like, yeah, don't reply this person, is it rude, you know? Yeah. Mm. But I move fast there. Like, I mean, even the, the, the concept of 150,000 followers, yeah. like, I can't even, I don't even know what a crowd of 150,000 people literally yeah, looks like. like. Yeah. Yeah, what is it like a look U2 like? concert? Is that, like, yeah, indoor stadium, outdoor stadium, you know, I, I mm. can't tell. So, yeah. when you think about the number of people who are actually listening to what you're saying, it's kind of mind blowing. Uh. But actually, uh, one of the reasons why I think very interesting for us to talk to you is because, uh, I mean, you guys probably do a much, uh, much more intellectual level of content really than what's the typical, the typical thing out there, lah. And uh, I mean, I don't want to, I don't want to say like we are very intellectual there, lah. But we, we yeah. also try to, mm. we, we've also you know moved past the you know the the six second. Let's make uh, uh, do a the or, fine limit, or let's uh, go pick up girls on the street and do stupid pranks. Oh, my God, oh wow, you guys, you guys have that video? We, that's it's how all, we started. All that's all how there, we started. Go check it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that was our first few viral videos. Yeah, yeah. That's how we got. Got uh, so famous, weird yeah. one man, like pick up girls and all. Yeah. I remember one where you roll in some some public fountain. That one also got. That was hilarious. Then yeah. you got the aircon one with but the now, tissue paper roll. Yeah, yeah. Not the same video, right? Not roll in public fountain, pick up girls. 
Yeah, but I feel like yeah, that kind of concept too. was a cut above, say, like pranks and you correct, know, like correct. pick up girls and stuff. Yeah, but so I didn't yeah, know you yeah. did that at the start. We did that. Before yeah. that was the pick up. But the pick up. Maybe phase. that was the meta yeah. required to even. No, because yeah, I think we tried to do more like oh scripted narrative and all, and we're like fuck, we're getting nowhere. Yeah. Then we started seeing those videos go uh, do well in the US, and like generally yeah. it was untouched in Singapore lah. And we're like, ah, fuck like, it. Wah, banana, that kind of thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, were, uh, no, no, no. Wah, banana yeah. is listicles. Uh. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Imagine, type of yeah. No, remember remember that scene in 2012, I think it was like, Noah Yap, uh, Dikosh. Yes. All these people, they were eating prata. How many pratas can you squeeze in your mouth? <laughs> and then wah, banana came out. Like, hey, wah, very high production quality. Right, 10 right, types right, of things. Yeah. Very easy to watch. Yeah. And you have to switch off your brain and can watch. Yeah. And then everyone was doing Until that, how, right? You know, like, uh, yeah. But nobody was doing stuff on the street. Nobody yeah. was like, oh, mm, what, true, what true, does true. every Singaporean look like? Well, how do they respond to things happening? Right. So, I mean, I have a psychology background, like so social psych, all these experiments. It was my dream, like, you know, to be in academia and then you go and do all really? these experiments. I mean, for like 10 minutes, like, maybe. 10 minutes. I, I, I'm not cut out for that. Like. Right. Then... Then the concept of pranks, I mean, that's yeah. essentially it, right? Yeah. Uh, and then you set certain parameters and all that. Right. And uh, then yeah. he, he found just... someone who has no dignity when the camera goes on. Yeah, no so dignity, it's the yeah. perfect thing. Is that pairing, how you describe uh? yourself? My skill set, I got yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Once the camera, camera on, goes I, on, right? I go. Fucking everything it, goes out the window. But actually, it's true, it's true. That, it's that was true, one yeah. thing I had to really give take my hat off when I was work, first working. <laughs> right, right, right. He had a day job, you know. He was working a legit... Respectable, like oh, executive job. Oh, the marketing job. is it or something? E-commerce lah. Like, e-commerce. For, for Scoot, for Scoot. Yeah, Scoot Airlines, yeah. you know. But at the same time, he was wearing uh, those ballerina <laughs> tights. Oh, his career on the line. <laughs> yeah, ballerina tights and prancing. I remember, yes, yeah. I remember when I handed my resignation in, my boss, who well, I had a good relationship and he, mm. he had the team gathered to, to tell them that I'm leaving. He was like, okay, you know, everyone, Harish is leaving us for this shit. Then he played one of my YouTube videos. <laughs> well, he, he said literally this shit. Uh. Yeah, but I mean, like, it what was, is hilarious? Uh. Like, I had a very good relationship. Like a roasting with him, kind of thing. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Then like everybody just watched the video. Then I was like, uh, yeah, guys, like, I'm good luck, bro, for that shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so we, we yeah. did. We were, pick that's up how, videos, that's pick how up our yeah. channel grew, and that's why our channel is stagnant now because we don't do that stuff anymore. So all the hundred and over thousand people who follow us because we were picking up girls and all that, they're like, what the they're fuck like, is this shit now? What's this podcast nonsense? Right, you know? right, right. Yeah. What's this current affairs shit? You know? Right, yeah. Right, right, I mean, yeah. we we moved past the pickups, but a lot of on the street stuff we were doing. Yeah. yeah. Then First when spot. COVID yeah. hit, when we started doing TV shows, yeah, we haven't gone back to that. Even though people still always ask us, can you guys go back to doing that? Maybe at some point, don't know. Because when you say prank, I yeah. was thinking the YouTube kind where like the somewhat recent one where they would like literally it's a it's a fake prank. Mm. Uh, yeah. All the gold digger things, I'm like, oh, what the fake, f- yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Like correct, that was okay, new content. Uh. It was yeah, that era, it was that falling era. For this, yeah. right? But that, you all never did until like that, right? I yeah, mean, we yeah. never faked anything. Yeah, you like, never faked anything. Faking it, you see, that's the thing. Yeah, we never faked it. We never faked it. We always made it like, uh, we want to show that Singaporeans can be funny. Because you know, around that time, there was this yes, thing about yes, yes. Singaporeans emotionless and all that. Oh yeah, I think that's yeah. like 2015 or something. Yeah, yeah. 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 We didn't like that. Yeah. But I mean, but emotionless also can be quite funny. Right? When they can don't be a dry react. sort of humor. Yeah, right? yeah exactly. Yeah. exactly. Yeah, so yeah. we wanted to prove you can find a kind of funny Singapore. So that's what we mm. did. Mm. La. Yeah. And that's what, uh, I mean, we're not embarrassed by our background. No, man. Because that's what it took to, of it, that's what it took to differentiate yeah. ourselves from all of them. But that's why now today when I, you know, I see young people trying uh, different types of content, even if it doesn't float my boat, I'm like, okay, I'll, I'll, at least they're Respect trying. Respect the hustle. Yeah. yeah. At, at some point, they'll, stuff. Yeah, they'll, they'll grow older and then they want to do different things and then, true. you know, they'll move on. La. So, true, true. But for you guys, like, um, almost from day one, la, right, there, there's this, it sounds like there's this big mission that you all were on la, to like to awaken, awaken, <laughs> awaken. <laughs> 
I'll try to set you up, you know, then, then you spike well, it's it. It's not that noble, it. it's not that noble, honestly. Really? Because yeah. how it started was that we would meet up socially because we are friends, right? Like, yeah. I've known him since we were in poly. Yeah. Uh, we worked together on this company called Mothership, you know, so it's, he got me in then. We also never worked together there that closely. It's like, Sometimes he has an idea of a comic mm. or like some kind of a strip, then he'll say it, then I'll mm. do it. But this was outside of Mothership? No, for Mothership. Oh, but for Mothership. Like, we you're you're like. sitting like with each other, next to each other. No, no, he just talked to me like, on, on A. Hey, got this thing about the water thing or like, you know, remember the Terex was yeah, sort of yeah, confiscated. Yeah, Kong, then right? he drew, ah. he said, hey, I got this idea. What if we draw the Terex coming back to Singapore? Having conversations about, hey, what you miss about Singapore? Oh, I miss the chicken rice. Oh, I miss like Zoom mm. all that. Oh, so we that, drew that in a comic. That right? made it to comics on Mothership. On Mothership. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I think oh. they quite well, yeah. Then when, when I think there was like a utilities hike, we just did like all the MRT, yes. water wally, like going water, on a hike. Yeah, oh. literally. Oh. Yeah, yeah. So oh. literally fair hike. So we did yeah. all this like semi-political Comics, commentary, like a, commentary but you were at Mothership as a writer. Yeah. And your, which one you were I actually joined as an animator and an illustrator first. Then later oh. on, I found out that I was one of the few people who knew how to use a DSLR because I was into photography. Oh. And then that translated to videography. Then I made my way on sort of like doing more and more videos for Mothership. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but we would meet socially, like going back to what I was saying, right? We meet socially outside of work. Um, whether we were at Mothership or like after Mothership. And a lot of times, our topic would, our topic of conversation would end up being how do we make money? Because mm. we want to sort of escape the red ray, start our business and things like that. So we would throw all these ideas around and Work Salaryman in its inception, not ashamed to say at all, was an idea to make money. And so, we wanted to... But what was the idea to make money? Talking about money. Yeah. Talking about money to make money. <laughs> no, no. So, okay, no. so yeah, not, can... not via sponsored content. Yeah. So the idea is that we'll show people like, you know what, you can actually make like a topic such as personal finance actually interesting. And that was around okay. which year? That was around this which was year? 2019. Around there. Like. Yeah, so the oh, idea was that we will use that as a portfolio piece to approach clients and maybe do content for them or maybe even like teach the team how to do content. Yeah, so it's like saying, look, you know the, the complicated and boring topic of personal finance? Well, we made a page on YouTube making content about it and we got about 25k followers. Mm. So if you as SIA, as Xiangyi, as whatever, want to do that, on the content side of things, we can help you do for that. For your industry or for personal For finance. whatever industry, medical, yeah. whatever, real estate, oh. whatever. So we're going to use that as a portfolio piece to say, hey, look, we can make boring and complex things accessible for the general public. So, but what made you zoom in on personal, personal finance? finance? Yeah, that's because yeah. he knew about it. Yeah. And I always oh. talk to him about it because I'm more noob than him. And he's oh. more technically for business. So every time I come out, I got my debt. I'm like, hey, what should I do? Should I invest first? Then you tell me, oh, don't invest first. Pay off the debt first. But then oh. even then, that means you guys did identify it as a boring topic and if you yes. make that entertaining because, because money is in shit money is in things that nobody else want to touch yeah mm. so, or was it because every time we talk to Raming you're like fucking bored <laughs> fucking bored or broke bored bored, bored. <laughs> no, because no, I'm for not you to, to have that thing that okay personal finance is damn boring I'm not bored you know why because I had a $25,000 debt to uh. Uh, NTU that I had to pay off uh -huh. so I at that time I was looking for ways to better my financial situation because I felt like crap that I owe so much money but to clarify that uh. was for your education lah yeah. It wasn't like my bachelor's degree. Okay, okay. Uh, yeah. not I had to pay it off myself. La. Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, it's no. not like loan shark or whatever. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But but so so that's why you decided to take those frustrations that you had day to day and, no, and it's not frustration, it's just that I'm interested in personal oh, finance. Okay, okay, okay. As sort of a newbie, then he actually ah. knows a lot about investing. But let's say you're interested in photography also. Like yeah. why, why why couldn't it have been a Because there's no money in it? Because the, the supply uh, is so much. Okay, that's okay, why I'm okay. saying like there's money in shit, you know? Like that's why if you want to do content, right? So that means you guys had the foresight to think that, okay, there's no one doing personal finance. Yes. Uh, okay, there's going to okay. be companies 
that might want to do content around personal finance. Yeah, or so is some it, some other like things like that, for example, real estate, yeah. uh, medical, uh, uh, financial products, insurance, mm. things like so that. So you wanted to make unsexy things sexy. Like. Exactly. Uh, yeah. Because the sexy things are a thousand people trying to make sexy things. I think like yeah. everyone can make like a cool travel video. Everyone. Yeah, or yeah, make yeah. travel interesting. I mean, uh, if you take a nice picture of like, let's say the Himalayas, the pictures will just sell speak itself. Speak for itself. Yeah. Right? Yeah. 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 But I think it's, it's harder to educate people on the more complex topics. And I think that is also an advantage because we have yeah. uh, experience creating content. Mm. Like creating slightly harder, more complex pieces of content. So I think that would give us an age. It was a strategic play, but I also have tremendous amounts of respect for, I think people like yourselves who have managed to wade into like something that is somewhat crowded like the lifestyle space. But I think you guys identified it early. You started the Voxwap thing earlier than everybody mm. else because you saw it in the US first, you know? Mm. And then you managed to make your, your stand in that space. But I think strategically, we just thought, let's not play somewhere crowded. We are both sort of interested in personal finance. Mm. Mm. There's nobody that's combining personal finance and comics and, and uh, easy copywriting together. Uh, but did you all want let's to put it together, start no? off as like a, a company that provides services to like what you said, the clients? Or yeah. to become yeah. We want to sell workshops actually. Oh, you want to sell workshops? You know why? Because workshop, I thought, wow, one deck like of slides. Like Adam Kuhl. Like yeah. One deck of slides, we do two hours, okay, few not, thousand dollars. Not, not Adam Kuhl, because Adam Kuhl teaches like financial workshops. We want to teach people how to make content. better content. Yeah, content. So a picture, oh, okay, yeah, so okay, 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 okay. Financial okay. workshop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah please no, because like, that's right. I thought I'm like, guys, no, 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 to say, hey, you know, we like we like your style of, uh, and philosophy behind, behind creating content for Works Man. You want to try to do it with, with travel. Yeah. Or uh, maybe like a, a medical company, right? I mean, let's say uh, Baxter or something. Oh, you know, we want to educate people on how certain drugs, you know. Yeah. Pharmaceutical yeah. advocate for, you know, general B to C kind of thing. Like, so the average consumer. So almost, almost like comics as a service. Like. Yes. yes. Yeah, the service Not is... teaching people how to invest. Yes, yes, we have yeah. never done that so far. I see, I see. Yes. <laughs> but but uh, so I just want to push back a so little good. bit, right? Yeah. You all say personal finance, not sexy. Uh, but yeah. there's so many, you know, a lot of personal finance gurus literally on YouTube. They're good looking people. Are they sexy? They're, they're in, they dress well. They're standing in front of yachts or standing in front of condos yeah. talking about how I'm going to help you. Make, make. Yeah. How do you... Where where is the line or how do you avoid that line where you become a sort of like a you know those charlatans yeah those they selling you personal yeah. finance but actually they're just selling cost lah right? I, I think the issue with that demographic I mean that the bunch of people is that they yeah. often sell the idea of like getting rich quick or yeah, easy uh, yeah I think getting rich quick is like the main difference between uh what I feel like a reputable uh like seller would do versus like someone who who preaches more like long-term thinking. Yeah. Yeah, because often like all these gurus, right, they sell like investment as a way to escape the rat race. Yes. To kind of like, like like a magic bullet to all their financial problems. Yeah. And that is often not the case. That's not, yeah. Yeah. So I think anything that uses like a lot of money or like very... High percentage, year-on-year kind of year yeah. kind of thing. Either that or like very yeah. good-looking people to yeah. show like, oh, this mm. is the ideal lifestyle. Yeah. I feel yeah. that already... The, the kind of advertising starts in the wrong place. I see. Because I it, see. It, it doesn't really show like the... The, the the real picture of what it takes to, to you know, achieve wealth in, in, in some way. Yeah, correct me if I'm wrong, Raming, but I feel like, for me personally, a lot of the most sound financial things that you can say and yeah. advocate for are the most boring things you will hear. Mm. The percentage also like one digit one, like, 
five percent, eight percent every year. Mm. But like it has gotten actually, I feel like the finance, the personal finance scene has gotten sexier in the past three years mm. because yeah. of crypto, because of like COVID people, COVID people yeah. making big gains in the market mm. to the point where like I tell people, I tell, I teach part time at NTU sometimes, right? Yeah. And mm. I tell my students like, oh, you can aim for about like five to eight percent every year, and that will be inflation. And they're like, bro, my friend doing 20% every year on crypto. Leh. But that is in the past three years. Yeah. So of course, my 5% is not sexy at all. Yeah. So if you are sexy, I, I will watch out. Ah. Because mm. a lot of things like, like one of the most fundamental precepts, for example, is that time is your most valuable resource mm. when it comes to accruing wealth and growing yeah. your money. So anyone that tells you otherwise, get rich quick. That is very, very, you have to be very wary of that stuff. I think many mm. people sell the dream of like 100xing your investment. Yeah. What often very happens sexy, like huh? is yeah. on the way to 100x investment, you lose your capital. Yeah. And you can't, mm. draw, you can't draw it out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's survivorship people, uh, bias also. You don't hear those stories. You hear the ones that make it. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. The 1% yeah. that makes it. Because no one goes on YouTube and like, oh, I lost, you know, $10,000 this but year. But you have to dig and the algorithm won't push because people yeah. won't see these things out. Yeah. yeah. Or either they start off, you know, I lost $10,000 three years ago, but two years ago, I made $150,000, yeah. right? Exactly. But, but, but can we bring it down to, um, like, like, on the ground level? Like, because yeah. what you're saying is great. And I really, I think you all have managed to stay above the, that you know, that, that level of, Coffee, you know, yeah, I hear noise, personal yeah. finance. You know, mm. I always think of all those gurus and all that. Uh, but you all have stayed above that. You all seem like the good guys, lah. But it seems to come from <laughs> a very um, like this is your personal ethics kind of thing. Yeah. But what do you all do to make sure that people who join you, people who do stuff with you, it, it, everyone is on that same page in terms of understanding that this is your uh, uh, aiming for this this level. Uh. You ask them how, how many percentage returns you get? Twenty percent. Oh, yeah. But we don't need to we don't need to filter them <laughs> because there's a plethora of content out there. If you're after twenty percent, fifty percent every year, there's yeah. somebody probably making content for you. Whether mm. you are likely to actually succeed because of their advice, I'm not mm. sure. Yeah. But I think also in a lot of ways, we don't need to curate because they self-select. People that hear our points of view, sometimes we do make stuff just to preach to the choir because you want to remind people, hey, mm. here are the values that we, we stand by. Yeah. Mm. That's, that's okay also. But sometimes also we purposely go and make content to prod at people who will not typically come across our content yeah. to say, hey, you want to come over this side or not? Yeah. Oh, Here's but what you, you, should think about you were it. asking about their hires or their community. Oh, you mean hires? Hires, but also let's say I'm one of those gurus and I say, hey, uh, work salary man, I want to pay you guys money to promote my content, which is about 100xing people, your investment in my course. Mm. I give you a lot of money. And how how your would you all say no to that? So so there's a principle kind of uh, thing where on yeah. principle we won't do it because that's not our ethics. But also, okay. I don't think it makes sense money wise. Because what you are doing is for that one big payout of say $5 million, yeah. you are betraying all this trust that you have accrued, all this goodwill that you've built up that will yeah. actually probably in 10 years, we are thinking be more profitable. Mm. But I also mm. think it's very hard to live with yourself if you mm. just exit with a whole bunch of money. Then you just disappear off social media. Mm. I think there is value in being socially influential. I know mm. it's not very nice to hear. It's not very nice to say. It's not like I want to be a star or anything. But it's nice to know that you have a voice and that if you feel strongly about an issue, you talk about it. People will listen to you and they mm. will hear you out. Mm. That's nice. If you take that money, yeah. sell that 100x and then just F off with 5 yeah. mil and yeah. retire, you will lose that. Leh. And for mm. me, I feel like, ah, it's okay. Leh. I'd rather go, go back 9 to 5. This fails. I never took that $5 million. I go back 9 to 5. But I have my 
my my coat intact lah. I rather that mm. lah, honestly. Oh. Yeah, mm. I, I feel like I reached the point of life like I think reputation matters a lot. Yeah. I mean, oh, really? financially already quite comfortable. Yeah. So why do something that ruins their reputation? Yeah, I mean, but would five you mil, guys five mil mm. and then you can still go back to nine to five after that lah. Okay, I don't think mm. there's a lot of difference between your quality of life between like let's say one mil and and five. It, mil. it depends what you oh, want. Okay. Yeah. If you like watches and and cars, for I think me lah, for me. difference. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. but for us, we generally quite. I mean, we, we cycle for fun. We don't mm. have a lot of very expensive hobbies like cars and watches. Okay. Mm. Like, okay. I, I, I play video games. Yeah, okay. You know, like, mm. okay, like, sometimes $60 purchase AAA title. Yeah. That's about it. Okay. Mm. So, the difference between 1 mil and 10 mil or 5 mil to me, actually not that much, I feel. Like, mm. I feel like I have enough point. I have a very clear idea of how much money I want. Okay. And mm. if I get it, I get it. But mm. I mean, like, if, I, if I reverse the question to y'all, like, is there an amount of money that y'all would take, right? To say... If I take this amount of money, right, MOF, Laugh Media, gone, nobody will ever hire us again, but we can retire now. Would you take it? Mm, wow. So, I think the that one, it's almost like, how you say? Uh, so, okay. So, the, the way like I think about the brands that we have, you know, Ministry of Funny, Yalabad, uh, Folklory and all, it's almost like, uh, it's just the same kind of stuff taking different forms. Which is why, like right now, why when we haven't uploaded on MOF for fucking long, it, it I'm not too like angsty about it because we are still creating content. We have evolved, um, and but if you look at it, our MOF thing is super stagnant, lah. Yeah. Uh, and people don't even approach us for MOF stuff, and they they know the brand. Yeah. So so I think that question, like I think it's not it's not a super yes or no because in my mind, if you take the money, there's also stuff you can do with that money to amplify yeah, but you will forever be tarnished with that that means whatever mm. you do as Harish whatever you do as Terrence people will go hey these fuckers last night they took 5 mil and just betrayed everybody and sold defective products to people that caused people to lose oh. their savings oh, no. like so, the defective that products. is what oh, okay, 100x okay, okay. people can uh, oh, sometimes so, do you know oh so you're yeah. tying it to something that you don't believe in that one fuck no yeah so it's very clear that one very clear I thought you say okay here's 5 million blank check you oh. can do whatever you want. You want to save the world, you go ahead. Yeah. But if you're tying it to something that really doesn't stick oh, I mean, by our ethics... I think, uh, yeah, I oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, of course, of course. Five mil, yeah. we sell the company. Okay, so yeah. so the disclaimer there is Maybe, that yeah. it is tied to a product it you don't believe in. It destroys your reputation. Oh, then, yeah. then fuck that. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. We, we, have, we have said yeah. no to sell that. Yeah, I think it has to... Fuck that. Yeah, yeah. Correct, correct. Yeah. I think yeah. during, during like the... During last year... Oh, I, I think we can make so much money if we think short term. We just take everything, right? Like, I think yeah. people are begging us to shield a lot of coins. Yes, yes. Uh, yes. We could have become like Cryptos, super, yes. like, like multi-millionaires like last year. Okay. Yes. Yeah, everything. Yeah. Like, e- easily. Uh, right. But, yeah, I mean, uh, but it's, no. it's, it's not the right wow. thing to do. And but, I mean, and wow. I do think about the money we give up. Yeah, like, wow. shit, we I was like, wow, am I a dumbass? Yeah, probably. Yeah, in yeah. 10 years, we're on the streets and we're like, we should take the money. So, was it yeah. a tough conversation between two of you or you all were like, no, very I think clear quite clear. about it? Yeah, I think it's quite, quite clear. clear. We argue about it's, things, it's, but this was not one of them. And it's the uh, two of you like, who basically, uh, this kind of existential questions, your two of you answer it. Like. But very, very clear. I think even if we haven't talked about it, I, I think yeah. I can guess what you will say about it. Yeah. Yeah. Because we, like we are friends from before also. Yeah. Which is also sometimes a, a dangerous thing. So I, probably you all are friends also, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. To start a business together. Yeah. But so yeah. far, okay. Yeah, Look, like, salary man selling Luna coin. You know, yeah. everybody oh, gonna get it. Bahamas after that. Let's no, yeah. I mean, like, imagine that, dude. Like, okay. Imagine so, okay, that. Okay, so I, I want to disclaim, like, Okay, because our page, we did talk about Luna Coin. Yeah, okay, yeah, okay, yeah okay. we did. But we always say like no more than five percent. I never bought Luna. So of your, yeah. of your net worth, yeah. Because yeah. yeah. I think in the 
I think really last year, Luna was one of the more... It seemed like one of the safer ones, like you know? Like blue right. chip yeah. projects. Yeah, yeah. Uh, really. Mm-hmm. Right. Though, yeah. So I did, I did tell people, I did invest in it, but this is what I'm doing and I'm only, only investing yeah. 5% right. on my net worth. And if, if you want to invest in crypto, I recommend you don't expose your 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 uh, portfolio too much to it yeah. and also be prepared that it, it might become zero. Mm. So I said it last year and then this year, it did become zero. Mm. So yeah. So yeah. so I think like 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 what you said. I think for me and Terence, also certain things very clear. We we won't do yeah. um, But I think what I've always liked about you guys is when you do branded stuff, it is fucking upfront. And I'm was that a very conscious thing? Like yes. even is like the first line, you know, yes. like this is mm. branded. Because I watch YouTube. Like yeah. my my favorite platform for now is YouTube. Yeah. Because I think YouTube has a has perfectly balanced the idea of like paying creators. Uh, versus other platforms, it's mm. not perfect, of course. But more. But so I just like, yeah. I just like that my content creator goes. Okay, before we carry on, is sponsored by NordVPN, blah, 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 and then yeah. go. And then it's okay. We just live with it because last yeah. time it used to be called like what native advertising, right? Or spon- sponsor yeah. content because it would be yeah. like you read the article halfway. Hey, it won't allow sponsor. Correct, then they correct, never correct. say right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I rather you just tell me straight, and we are content creators, and I think because people are more and more understanding as like for example, your kids will also work in a social media company. People understand more and more that hey, they need to earn money, they need to earn right? They need to earn. So I'd rather you be upfront with it and just say it. Mm. You know? You'd rather part of the, what develop the sponsor content to be as as shareable or as meaningful or as useful as the organic content. Yeah, yeah. I think um, that's another way we try to to protect our, our viewers as well. Yeah. Right? To make sure like we will not publish anything that we will not publish. Organic uh, yourself, uh, yeah. yeah. Mm, mm, I'm, I'm very glad that uh, we cleared up that thing about the five million dollars. Yeah, I don't know if come across like assholes at that. Five million dollars. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Blank check, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but yeah, yeah. Wow, that, that means you really live what you all uh, are, you know, putting down on paper. Lah, the books, we can sleep at night very easy. Yeah. There are people that disagree with us anyway, yeah, but yeah. It's, it's fine. But we have our own code and we are so very okay. Amongst your teams, because you have employer, employees also, right? Yeah, we have So yeah. do these sort of things come up where you guys philosophically differ from the people who work for you? Hmm. Interesting question. I don't think as of now there is. Mm. But well, maybe in the future. And I mean, you can just talk it out. Like why, why you disagree? Here's, uh, here's my point of view. I think it wouldn't be bad also to yeah. have somebody, for example, who's very alpha and very into 100x stuff. Mm. But... It's just we have to be we have to use that resource as a way of like checking another blind spot. Law. Yeah. Mm. But I think ultimately we will decide. I mean, okay, there, it, there's yeah. nothing wrong with with wanting to be a very alpha investor, with wanting mm. very good returns. It's just that if you are selling that shit in a workshop, I feel like marketing wise, you need to say that upfront that this is very risky. Very risky. Yeah. Mm. And that you need to own the risk that you take on because there's no free meal. Yeah. Right? More risk mm. means more reward and vice versa. I think you can see it in like the crypto space last year. Yeah. At first, everyone was saying, oh, decentralized finance, decentralized finance. Yeah. Invest in crypto, I'm going to be free of the governments. You know, they can't do anything to me. This yeah. year, Recession Luna crash. Touch it, man. Begging yeah. the government. They go back the government to do something. <laughs> yeah. yeah so, Where's the regulation? Yeah, well, oh my God, please regulate crypto. Like, how can they take their money from me? But bro, you put the money inside. Yeah. yeah. And you knew government was not involved. And how can you ask people you to- You didn't want government yeah, to be involved. Yeah, you didn't want, then how, how, how come? You, you can't cherry pick when the government come, comes and help you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So there's no right or wrong. It's just if you wanna go and do aggressive marketing, yeah, you better damn well disclaim the risk. Mm-hmm. And if you don't, then I think you're an asshole. So so yeah. like amongst your family and friends, are you like the de facto finance people? Like at family gatherings and all, people come to you like, hey, 
what are your thoughts on this? What are Actually, your thoughts for on me that? personally, among my friends, and my uh. family doesn't talk much about investment. My family's all in Malaysia, right? Mm-hmm. Malaysian, so they don't talk about it as much. They only talk about like real estate, like buy house, buy land, that kind of thing, maybe. Mm. But then like, among my friends, certainly, sometimes I'm in social settings where I I feel like as one of the uh, people that work for work salary men, I have a lot of things to say about personal finance and stuff and also yeah. investments. But I've also been in social settings where my friends just, they just want to feel validated about their investment. So they talk, 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 talk very aggressively. Mm. And I have learned to just quietly sit there and... Has don't. they talked to you la, or the group? No, the group. So the they're group. talking in a group oh. setting about, wow, you know, this investment make this... Make. And I'm like thinking, dude, that's a bit much in terms of the risk that you're exposing. Uh, but I also don't say because uh, I mean, okay. I don't want to pop other people, but uh, I don't want to piss on other people's bonfire, right? Uh, so my approach nowadays is like unsolicited, I won't say. Uh. Oh, yeah. because last time you would say if because when you say then they got a whole bunch of other shit that they heard from some other person yeah. uh, they didn't do the then you never take out your Instagram themselves. like hey bro I got 200,000 plus no, I also don't want to do that yeah, yeah. I mean, that's a very everything I walk sorry man go founder you walk or not it's like the kind of people carry your PSLE result around you go grandma mistake A1 what do you say cannot right but are you are you an expert do you think like do you I think people do ask me, but I also don't go and tell people what they do like actively. Like yeah, only okay. if they ask me. Yeah. But yeah, I think a lot of people in my social circle do ask me what I think about whatever. Yeah, I, I used to mm, I yeah. ask him all the time about stuff that I should be doing about my dad, whether I should start investing, when should I start investing. Mm. But I think solicitor is okay. La. I see, mm, I, I see. see. Because when it comes to these things, like it's always like at, in social setting, especially when you can say what you're investing in and it doesn't require any breaking up. up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not yeah. like I had a research paper that shows that this this stock or this this crypto company has this one mechanic. It's not like I understand the the deep workings of cryptocurrency anyway. It's yeah. just people here say saying I hate you on the hype. I feel yeah. good about this stock. Yeah. Nothing mm. to talk about. So I'd rather just jut out and listen to it and and, and smile politely. La. I think mm. even if their philosophy or like the strategy like differs from us, I mean they can still be successful. They can still be right as well. Yeah. yeah. So so, so yeah. the way I see it is like martial arts school, right? Like got many stands. Let's say we style. do taekwondo, right? I don't need to go shit on a on, Wing Chun. a, on a Wing Chun or a Muay Thai. Person. So fast for what? You know? yeah. Yeah. So yeah. it's just like okay, I I I recognize that it, there are different degrees of maybe even like Wing Chun people. Everyone got different ability. Yeah. Everyone prefers to fight in like in a different way. Yeah. This is just our way. If if you like it, then. Uh, you hang around, yeah, right? hang around. If you don't like it, you can just do well, your own thing. Like. Like, I don't have any responsibility to you, and you mm. don't need to listen to me or whatever. You're like the mixed martial artist, lah. You know, like you see the Wing Chun expert, and you you, you know what you, can... you need to complement yeah, yeah, yeah. your style or uh, your preference. Yeah. Like, uh. if I have longer arms, then I maybe some style will suit me better. I see, or I, I want to be a more defensive fighter because. Yeah. I don't want to go and aggro people. Then you yeah. take on the styles, like you consider your style, then you mm. I mean, one. sometimes even the people we disagree with, like they'll say something yeah, like right. quite quite intelligent. I'm yeah, like, yeah, I, I, I can probably use that. But I won't do your strategy because I'm not you. I'm yeah. not, I don't have the same resources as you. Yeah. yeah, you yeah. yeah. I can, so for example, someone with 10 million will invest very differently with someone with 1 million or like $100,000. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So when you follow like these gurus, it's important to understand the con- their financial context mm. yeah. of, correct, of who correct. they are. Yeah. Right. So yeah. let's say a ten million, let's say someone with ten million dollars, they can afford to lose fifty percent of the net worth and they still be okay. Yeah. Because yeah. mm. five million, you can still pay your bills. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. They yeah. lose ninety percent also. 
it's quite yeah, painful. One, if I want yeah. 1.6k in my bank, I lose 50%. Oh, I'm done. Yeah, <laughs> I cannot yeah. pay rent next month already. Exactly. Right? Let's say you are you have 100k, then you are in your mid 30s. You lose yeah. 50 percent on that. That's it, a big deal. Yeah, it is a big yeah. deal. Yeah. Mm. So the context matters. Yeah. Sometimes these gurus also say like, oh, I make ten thousand uh, dollars one trade. Yeah, with with, with with one trade. Yeah. But they now talk about how much capital they have. Correct. Yeah. Let's say Correct. they already yeah. earn. 5 million from the course fees. Yeah. One per, and then, then 10,000 is, is how much only? Or they go in with 2 right. million dollars. Then they say, oh, I earn 20k one trip. But the percentage is like actually quite little. Yeah, right? yeah. 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 Correct. So, so do you all spend a lot of time reading finance or is it more like, okay, there's that side of you but there's other sides of you where you are, like there's the, you're equally interested in other stuff or you all live and breathe like personal finance? He lives and breathes it more mm. because mm. we need to, we lean on him a lot as a technical expert. Ah. Yeah, what my role is typically is I'm the layman advocate. So, if something is too chim for me to understand, I'll go, hey, we need to dumb this down a bit because I don't understand And it. between the two, right. you are the, the, the lead of the, the comic artist. Typically, I would be more in terms of like art direction and visual storytelling. But sometimes uh. I write also. But when I write also, it's not technical stuff. I, I write about things like, I wrote one about how I was jealous of him because he had more money than me. So uh, like sometimes mental health. Yeah, yeah, I remember because money post. actually is not just black and white, min max, yeah. uh, make money, lose money. It's also tied up with a lot of things like relationships, yeah. health, uh, mm. your ability to think long term a lot of things that are also softer gets tied into it so, yeah. so you, also, you don't need to be a deep expert technically mm. to be able to talk about money like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah yeah I also think that many people fixate on investing when it comes to personal finance yeah. mm. actually a lot of personal finance is actually negotiating for a salary mm. getting a in-demand skill Supply and you know understanding supply and demand. Staying relevant in the yeah, world. Staying relevant Up- upgrading place. yourself. Yeah. Being mm. likable among your, your colleagues. Learning how yeah. to solve conflicts in the workplace. Yeah. So these might not be seen as personal finance, but they yeah. will affect how much money flows in your bank account. Yeah, because that is controlled by the self. Like mm. whether I upskill, whether I, I try hard at work, whether I, I network, yeah. it's things that I can control and it feels like I know what these things are already. Yeah. So when you consider all the possible pillars of wealth, Mm. investing always sometimes I think like especially to hopeful or desperate people seems yeah. like a magic bullet yeah. that is outside of my capability so it's even better than what I can do so if I do mm. this investing thing like, wow it will propel me you know but the fundamental is still but, itself yeah. but, but then mm. I mean when I first started uh, like working working huh. I was working in, on Wall Street la, in finance oh la. really so I was earning a, you know a pretty decent salary but the pay rent in yeah. New York is expensive all but I was reading this Damn. blog called I Will Teach You To Be Rich. Yep. Uh, and this was 2007. And then I was doing all those things. I like, set up the ING account then every month transfer, blah, blah, blah. blah. And then I was talking to my fellow friends in finance all that about, about this. Like. And then I, remember, I just remember clearly one of them just laugh at me or not, even, not, not laugh at me, like, not so bad. But he was like, I had you do this kind of thing, you'll never be rich. Right? You want to really what? be rich is, is really about the you know, rich person investing, enjoy investing or doing all that kind of thing. Or VC. Yeah, yeah. he said, yeah. you will you will be comfortable maybe when you do all these things and I will teach you to be rich, but you'll never be rich, rich. La. You know, and then, and I mean, I mean, I was young and impressionable back then. Of course, I thought, yeah, actually, they can't be, I mean, I don't do that, all that stuff anymore. La. But what do you say to people like that who, who have that kind of thoughts? La? Like, the people who say you will never be rich. You will never be rich, rich lah. You will always you will get by if you yeah. do that basic thing. Yeah, you do that. All you, I mean, it's a lot of work to do even the basics lah, right? Yeah. yeah. So they say, why do you take all that amount of work you're doing and really focus on stuff that will really like give you a basically the to sensible, be rich, boring la. things like yeah, or put put away like uh, DCA every month and put like, a bit yeah. away work on earning power this kind of thing lah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I 
understand their point of view because I think a lot of personal finance other than investing side they want to get the most attention is how to be a penny pincher right like how to get the most cash back yeah. cheapest coffee but there's a limit of how much you can save also right but what you want is to have a large base so you can save save more from mm-hmm. but so 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 the problem with personal finance nowadays is people either fixate on saving too much become penny pinchers yeah. they focus on investing too much they take, take on too much risk no one's not enough people talking about how to earn more money I think mm. your friend is right when it comes to being uh, efficient you know what uh, it's best you put your if, if your goal is indeed to create wealth focus on what might work best for you when it comes to growing money but I think mm. overall all the personal finance thing like even like budgeting all this like it is important to not to fix it on it, but just to leave it at the back of your mind so you don't overspend or you mm. don't do not like uh, take too much risks. Mm. I also yeah. think like your friend said, like it will not make you rich, rich. Yeah. Or the term rich itself is a subjective term. Mm, I think wealth actually is a little bit more objective, but wealth also is very subjective because mm. there's no marker, there's no middle ground that we consider unless you're talking about median salary. Then mm. in that case, you should be more precise. Like it will not get you to the 90th percentile of wealth mm. in your mm. country or whatever demographic, right? So it also comes back to what Remy was saying, contextual, like what is your life like? What do you want? If I just want a simple life with 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 two kids, why would I need multi-million dollars? Yeah. Unless that kind of thing makes you happy, which is fine, then you go and take on all this additional risk and hustle this additionally hard because or die die, I just have this curse that I love cars. Yeah. Then I want Ferrari or I want multiple cars, then I gotta do that life law, then hoping mm. I do la. But why would I do that when I know that I can be satisfied with so, a so, regular job? But so for you, do you want your kids to, you know, like as JC says, uh, running on charters, doing all the shit that I never did? Or do you want your kids to, you know, essentially like... What does that mean? Running like, on charters on shit? Char- uh, like chartered planes, mm. running on charters, doing the shit all I, I think that, that I never spoils did, a kid, you know. I think, like, really? the, I think the biggest problem rich people have, and this is just me like, yeah. anyhow talking cock here, right? Yeah. Is that you're afraid that your kids grow up spoiled. Yeah. And... I've, I've, I have a feeling that having your kids live that kind of lifestyle, like it destroys them and it doesn't give them the right context to view the world. I think problems mm. are a very important part of what makes you get up in the morning. Mm. And if you cease to have problems, yeah, uh, you have no meaning, and then that can lead to a miserable life. You're talking about all those like ultra rich asiakas who ultra rich or like people who just have no objective. Okay. And sometimes objective doesn't just mean like a mission. It could be I want to solve a problem for somebody else in life. Mm. And that kind of thing gives you drive and purpose and I think is what gives you a long and meaningful life. <laughs> got it, got it, got it. I, I feel like these yeah. rich kids, uh, yeah. if you get used to that, you are standing up for trouble because if they never wean themselves off of it yeah. and in some situation, mm wealth doesn't come to them in their generation, then they are going to be quite miserable. I'd rather under-promise over-deliver than over-promise okay. under so, so you're saying that as a parent, you would like, maybe not give them everything. Yeah, everything if I was a could, multi-millionaire, yeah. if yeah. I had $10 million uh, and I had yeah. a kid, I would not give that kid much of anything in terms of wealth. Yeah. I might mm. even say something that really means father told him, but in a much nicer way, which is like, you might inherit nothing. Mm. I might try to spend or give away all my wealth before I die and you're not going to get much of it. Oh, your mm. dad told you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, that. not that he's very wealthy. I just, yeah. just want to clear that because people always think he's a multi-millionaire. But he just implied that, oh, I'll, I'll give nothing to you when I die. Mm. So yeah, I thought. But did he tell you that at a young, yeah, when you were young? I think like when I was 25 or something. So was that like a time where you're like, oh shit. I was very annoyed at him because 
Mm. I have a lot of wealthy friends, and then their parents gave them car, gave them condo. Yeah. Then I was like, well, like, we're not even that rich. Then you say this kind of shit to me. Uh, and like, now I'm going to fall even even more like uh economically behind. But was that what kicked you into uh, like your interest I think in personal w- finance? One of one of the things, yeah. So I thought like I I'm going to show that old man, you know. What I can do. Also, it came from spite. Oh. I mean, part of it. Wow. Part of it was spite. Part of it was spite. No, I think you're oversimplifying. Yeah. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Yeah, yeah. But, I think, but I think now, <laughs> you also sort of learned that lesson and you yeah. sort of, yeah. sort of okay. somewhat thankful yeah, because, to your dad. Because now I realise like, oh, actually I was being entitled. Right? Mm. Like, why, why did I think that my dad have to give me money just because other parents gave them? So I mm. found it better to be able to run on your own steam yeah. eventually. I think the problem with raising rich kids and getting them used to a lifestyle that they did not earn mm. is that you might harm the kid uh, eventually especially if they're not armed with the skills to to earn as much money as you did yeah, so yeah. let's say you mm. get your kid used to uh, 30, 30 okay, maybe 30k a month lifestyle 30K yeah. but your kid's capability is only 10k 10k uh, still not bad still 10k yeah, still right? well, only 10k uh, only still, <laughs> but eventually every month minus 20k no yeah. matter how rich you are, eventually that will add up. Yeah. yeah. You, you, I think, let's say you, some celebrities are like, you follow Conor McGregor. It's quite, I mean, you're literally watching him bring his kids on private jets yeah, on yeah. all these mm. boats. And I'm like, you're setting this guy up. He, he came from being a plumber to being an MMA yeah, fighter yeah. and then becoming a billionaire now. Yeah. So like, even for him, I think processing that also yeah. as, I mean, he takes, I mean, he probably took drugs and all that so yeah. kind of stuff. Uh. I can't imagine his kids. But he got business. Uh. Maybe he's I mean, very confident yeah. that he will have enough generational wealth to pass Probably, down. Yeah, but, yeah. But, but that one also quite tricky. Can you imagine he takes the private plane, then yeah. his kids like take <laughs> train or something like that. Yeah. Right. Yeah, the, but, <laughs> but I do think that it's super important because like, like what you said earlier, um, you know, like life is, like problems are a part of life. Yeah. Right. And if you don't have problems in your life, then what kind of life is that? Yeah, I know. Right. It's almost the earlier you accept that shit is part of life. Yeah. It is just figuring out which shit to deal with as opposed yeah. to hoping for no shit. Yeah, but, but you right. said business class also got problem. Maybe the, the the menu change and you don't like it so then much. Then those people deserve a problem. slap. Right? <laughs> those people deserve a slap. I mean, right? I'm sure even like <laughs> private jet got problem. Maybe yeah, like the airport runway. Maybe the airport runway, they, they cannot clear you. Yeah. Not enough fuel, the, the, the engines. No, but in some down. way, it's all right. relative, right? Like, you can fly economy class, but to someone who's never flown economy class before yeah. because they can't afford yes. it, they'll be like, hey, fuck yes. you all, like, shut up, like, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, so it reminds me of a Ricky Gervais uh, anecdote where he said, like, when he first became a celebrity, yeah. they would fly him on business class. Uh, yeah. Then they would announce your name, like, Ricky Gervais, please make your way to board first. Then he was very embarrassed. Oh, shit. Yeah. But he said the second time, I'm like, where's that person to bring me on the business? <laughs> <laughs> like, you get used to it like you really get used quickly. To you gotta it, watch uh, it, you know? Yeah, you gotta yeah. really watch it. Yeah, exactly. Maybe Conor McGregor is very confident that with this, his could be, could whiskey be. thing yeah, yeah, that yeah. he's very confident. But I feel like, what if you get your kid used to this lifestyle? Then your kid, on top of that, around his friends, that like, he gets even used to even higher one. Correct, then your correct. whiskey business also cannot support that yeah, now, yeah. right? Yeah. Because rich people... Then to hang around other rich people, right? Yeah. Like, what, what is this? You only spend 30k a month. Look yeah. at me, I spend 100k a month. No, and can you imagine yeah. as a kid, you grow up, your baseline is really so fucking Private high. Private yeah, chartered. Yeah, like, it's what, dude, so like, fucking high. It's like, yeah. if you don't, 
the like it's so easy for you to just go downwards lah. Yeah, Whereas yeah. if you start like a very very low everything baseline, impresses you. Yeah. Mm. Oh business class. Oh first class. Oh private jet. Exactly everything. Then like it's like you you can have a chance to eat at the best restaurant in the world. Yeah. Do you just go there straight or you build up ah? You slowly increase. You slowly increase. Mm. I would take the slow increase one ah. I agree. Also. Slow increase and slowly just okay. Every time it's a new oh shit higher up higher up higher up higher. Up. Or maybe there's so, some kind of high net worth podcast that's like uh, bemoaning us or all these like. Oh confirm. Yeah, 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 yeah. Also do a reaction video ah. Next time, I mean, uh, we all have like you know, we I, mean, I think we all have friends who are quite you know maybe at least a friend or two who is very wealthy. Yeah. yeah. Then next time they invite you and your your family to join in on the private jet, you will say no lah. Oh no, I'll go lah. I'm a fully, I'm an adult already. <laughs> no, that's a fair kids. question. No, that's a fair kids. question. Oh, you mean kids? Uh? If you have your family, he say your whole family come with me ah. No, but even then, then we are very clear. Okay, that's someone else's family. Uh, yes. Uh, right. Okay, yeah. okay, okay. Th- that's not how we live. You yeah. know, like we can enjoy it. Life, yeah. you also want to enjoy things. Yeah. So yeah. you go. But then yeah, if your yeah, kids yeah. say, hey, when are we getting our private sla- uh, jet? Then you slap him. <laughs> la. no, no, you <laughs> kneel down before your kid like, okay, our boy, we're going to have yeah, a f- fucking exceptional experience. Yeah. This is not normal, okay? Like, this is not life. <laughs> yeah, if you exactly. say that, hey, next time, I will slap your face. So, please <laughs> understand, you <laughs> prep the kid first, right? <laughs> Child protective services. Yeah, yeah. Not, then, not when you're on the flight, also every 15 minutes, just one slap, you know, just, <laughs> just to remind, I remind you. Yeah, this, yeah. Is, this is not real. Yeah, this okay, not wake the fuck up. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I think you call Child Protective Services, like, if like, my daddy wake me, like, why? Because I want to go private jet. The child, the child protector side will come and slap the kid yeah. also, you know. I help you up. Uh. Yeah, just slap. But, but how about the argument that, like like what you're saying, uh, rich people hang out with rich people and there's value in that that network also. Uh. I course. mean, for example, I think there's now, like there's this billionaire social club going around Singapore. They're mm. setting up some <gasps> app that's just for billionaires. What? And JJ Lin is involved and everything, right? Oh, the, yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. The art causing really? that. I mean, yeah. this is not brought to you, but... but it's literally that lah, yeah. like yeah. billionaires kids it's coming together. Arc. Yeah, yeah. ARC. Create an exclusive social club where oh, that, for rich people lah. So how's, what's the, va- I mean, isn't there value in letting your kid hang out with other rich people and, you know, sort of accepting that, okay, this is what I need to aspire to, the yeah. minimum to keep up with yeah. this lifestyle. Yeah. Of course, but you must keep up with the lifestyle if you, and if you don't reach the level of productivity or earning power needed to keep up the lifestyle, and then you just cannot afford a lifestyle. Mm. So I think there's nothing wrong with hanging out with friends who have like a lot of money, but you must, you yourself must know whether your level of spending is sustainable to yourself or not. If not, it's just keeping up with the Jonas's. Then when they say, hey, daddy, work harder. You know that 5 million deal that last year you rejected? Can you please call them back? <laughs> <laughs> ah. Then would you, then, you know, like, I think then seriously, I would have the, the conversion of the kid to say like, so this is daddy's enough point. If you want nice things, you got to suffer more. Mm. And at this point, like daddy has worked out that I'm comfortable with 4K a month living. So this is my choice. So, so if you want more, you know what you got to do. Lah. You gotta so, so even then, you know, just now you said that if you are, if, if you figure out you're happy with, yeah, two kids, simple life. But there aren't that many people that I've met who uh, have that kind of concrete in their, in their, in their mind. Lah. Yeah. yeah. I, th- I think, uh, in in Singapore, there's always a case where you meet, and sometimes I might find myself getting caught in it also. Like, oh, you know, there's so much I I cannot settle, I cannot settle. But then I, also you realize, hey, shit, yeah, like what you said, beyond a certain point, yeah. there's no difference, you know. Mm-hmm. But but what I how 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 do you arrive at that point where you yeah. know what you want? I think it's very important then, right? I think a lot of people don't know because they yeah. never thought about it, and they never yeah. really thought about it because they don't know how to even calculate what is my dream lifestyle or mm. what is my enough point? Yeah. And how much that would cost? And that's difficult to, how much is a car going to cost every month? Yeah. If you actually go and look for article, it's 
got a lot of stipulations, a lot of ways that you can think about it. Is it red plate or not? Is mm. it the, a good car? Is it a BMW? Is it Mercedes? Is it Toyota Corolla? That kind of thing, you know? Yeah. So because of this stipulation, people don't think about it. But I, I think even roughly, people should think about it. You should sit down with yourself and really think, what do I need to be satisfied in life? And how much is that going to cost me? And the, the thing is that it, it's not set in stone also. When you do this to yourself, you, you, you talk to yourself and find out what you need. Yeah. You could, for example, in five years, decide, hey, actually, uh, I would like nice cars. Actually, uh, I've tried five uh, years without it. Then you're enough point. Then you're enough point. Shift, calculate that. Oh, I need 30K a month. Then what do I need to do to get 30K a month and aim for that? If you don't like aiming for that thing, then you might need to pull it now. What was it that you always say? That, that oh yeah, thing? I think there are two ways to be wealthy. You either like uh, acquire more or you desire less. Yeah. Oh, a lot more. Oh, that's oh. a t-shirt worthy, you know. Yeah, really. Then you desire less. Right. If the you, the if, hard yeah. part is the calculations. Yeah. But the calculation can calculate one. Just take some effort to go and Google the figures or actually honestly go and calculate. Yeah. Can mm. can do one, can do one. So so yeah. the, for you, you have your enough point. Kind of. I have my enough point is four thousand dollars a month mm. because mm. I got the option to go back Malaysia. So if, mm. if shit fucks up here where I cannot afford things, uh, so I'll be sure I move back Malaysia. Four thousand is a lot of money. Mm. But but you know? but you add now must add a bit more for inflation lah. Everything is going up in price lah. Yes uh, yes. Okay. But but so so four thousand dollars right. There's this thing called the 4% rule that we roughly... It's, it's, it's called the 4% rule, but it's a guideline, really. Yeah. Yeah. And if you Google it, right, it will tell you based on your monthly targeted expenditure, right, $4,000 for me, roughly how much you will need invested in the general stock market mm. for you to be able to... So you just invest this lump sum, right? It will pay out 4K every month for you to spend. That means you oh, don't okay, ever need okay. to work again, you can get 4K. Oh. For me, that figure calculated based on that 4% rule guideline would be about $1.2 million invested. Okay. Mm. That's it, uh. Uh, roughly, roughly, roughly. How how much do you guys spend a year? Do you guys roughly know? No. Yeah. no that's why I, I, I think can I calculate for you right now. I think I told yeah. you all the, the, yeah. the first time that you're every time uh I read your comics or that, I you feel get, like oh I feel depressed. Okay. La, you I, shouldn't, I'm not following. You shouldn't because I tell you we also don't follow everything, man. It's like you know, like do as your doctor says, not as he does. Uh, right? We also not perfect people. Uh, trust crack, trust me. Yeah. I go buy stupid shit, man. Then I'm like, uh, oh, I want to fuck that by this. <laughs> I think, uh, one, yeah. I think one problem that has happened in recent years to, to make people feel very like insecure about, yeah, yeah. Is, 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 social, is social media. Social media, yeah. 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 Okay, why is social media? Because like, people only put their best selves on social media. Yeah. When I am on social media, I'm like my richest, fittest yeah. version of myself. But not yeah. true you, your avatar of right. ideal Then people right. see, oh my God, it's rich Raming. Yeah. I, yeah. I gotta do better. I gotta yeah. do better. Yeah. I gotta yeah. do better. Even though, like, let's say rich Raming who takes, who goes on a yacht trip, right? Only yeah. does it once a year. Yeah. But because I only post about that, people think rich rimming. You know, some friends, they, they go on holiday. Do, do, do often, yeah. They go on holiday like once or twice a year, right? They will publish photos from the holiday the every ho- month. Or no. mm. I'm like, what the fuck? You got, you got, you got content oh, calendar really? yeah, for yeah, your yeah, trip yeah. one? Uh. And these are not like content creators or just... Just regular people. Just regular, regular people. people. Yeah. yeah, so they go on two holidays. They will post photos from their holiday for throughout year, the year. Yeah. So it looks like they're going on holiday all the time. See, but I they're see. not. Yeah, and then if you post... Okay, and then... Think about it, like if you will not post like you sitting down drinking a a taping, right? Like a humble life. Oh, no, I would. No one, no one mm, posts about that. Right. You know who will post about that? Rich people. Rich people will post about that. <laughs> That's how they flex, you know. Yeah. Like uh, we have yeah, some. Yeah, yeah, I have yeah. some rich friends, like like ridiculous one, like like inherited wealth one. Uh. They flex by posting 
having kopi with Ama this uh, this weekend. Yeah, look at me taking yeah. the bus. Yeah. Humble life. It's not bad also. It's not it's not bad, but like I felt like it's so it's so inverse, right? That that poor people try to flex being rich and rich people try to flex being poor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Very funny. Uh, yeah. So I think social media is is one thing that prevents people from having a simple life because it, mm. it inflates their desires. Yeah. Mm. Right? That, that's definitely one. The other yeah. one I feel like is globalization. Oh. Yeah, because nowadays there are a lot of like rich expats billionaires coming to Singapore correct, yeah. Correct, yeah. yeah, and when they do that they pull up like the overall what is uh, average life all the way up let's um, say like a billionaire from China comes to Singapore yeah then he he, he bids for a COE he yeah. buys he buys a, a condo yeah he's gonna push all the price up right yeah correct. so yeah. I guess people will see like oh my god nowadays condo so expensive I cannot af- afford yeah, yeah. we actually you can get by like quite happily without competing with the billionaires for that level of expensive things. Mm. Right? Mm. Yeah. yeah, but what you say is true. Like, the average gets pulled up. Like. Yeah. And I think yeah. the, the average... But the salaries don't get pulled up. The median. La, right? uh, median is the one you use. You don't yeah, use yeah. average. Yeah. Average really pulls it high. Yeah, yeah. Median is, is the middle one. person. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So, so let's say like 100 billionaires come to Singapore. They all bid for COE. Then... What's going to happen is like the ordinary Singaporean probably can't afford a car. A car. Yeah. That is the reality of it. And that's yeah. what, that's literally what's happened the last two years, yeah. right? Yeah. I mean, the Indonesians coming here, setting up family offices and literally buying over. And not I'm, just Indonesians, now. I, I have a lot of. Uh, they, I mean, they're not. They're, they're pretty well to do. They work in finance in Hong Kong, right? Yeah. Then they wanted to move back during. Because of all this COVID nonsense. They can't. Because they can't find proper house. I mean, not say proper. They can't find affordable housing for themselves right. you know, and their yeah. family. Because I mean, they're used to a certain lifestyle in Hong yes, Kong already. Yes. In Singapore, they can't. They, oh. they're, they're like renting from mother, yeah. their friend's mother-in-law, that kind of thing. Oh. And it's so scary because it's it's like, wow, they never expected they, they can't come home to yeah. build a home in Singapore already. Yeah. So I think just understanding this like market distortion yeah. will help you make more informed decisions. So, mm-hmm. so I feel like if you understand like, okay, there are billionaires coming to Singapore, there are very rich experts coming here. And they are all buying all these private condos. Yeah. So most likely, I would it will be the prudent thing for me to buy a HDB, especially if I cannot afford uh, a private mm-hmm. condo. I understand it's things like that you can no longer afford a private condo uh, as you did in the past. Yeah. But mm-hmm. I think it's also very hard to prevent the very rich people from from coming into Singapore. Also. Yeah. Let's say you are very rich, will you will you move to let's say uh Philippines? Mm-hmm. You will not. Will you? Mm-hmm. Or oh, you will not, right? You'll choose yeah. more likely you'll choose Singapore. Yeah. Yeah. Singapore is, is attractive. Like. Yeah, it is so attractive. in some way, Singapore is doing things right because millionaires and billionaires do want to come here. Yeah. But the side effect is that it causes a lot of inequality, mm, which right. makes people very unhappy. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I feel like understanding this micro perspective helps temper a bit of the unhappiness. So so do you mm. make it a point to I don't know, don't go on social media or don't follow the people who are the flexors and all that or just you can you can compartmentalize one. Because that's the tricky part, right? Like yeah. I, I myself have found my, in the past when maybe things not going well for us, I see Insta stories and I find my mood just going down. Yes, yeah. yes. And I, I withdraw from it but then you no, just and then now you're, you're planning for your wedding as well and yeah, yeah, yeah. you're seeing all the prices all going all Yeah, the roof. wedding prices like, fuck man. It's, it's going up, is it? As in, everything it is, is expensive. Is. La. Like, yeah. uh, uh, you start off with one estimate and everything just keeps going up. So, oh. so, so yeah. And then now everything... Maybe demand surging because there's a backlog of people that wanted to get married over COVID. So I, I don't now they're all coming. Demand? I think it's just the reality that there are all it's these like components. Yeah, it's, right. it's like that one. And then you also then have to think about, okay, a wedding, bringing family together who haven't seen each other for two, three years is nice. 
expert. So there's a lot of things about that. And wow. then you go on social media once in a while, you see, oh shit, like, uh, especially once you get older, you know, your oh. friends who are maybe not running their own businesses in corporate jobs, they go, like, it, so I, I will admit sometimes when I meet my peers, I feel like, oh shit, am I falling behind? Am mm-hmm. I this? Yeah. So, so, how how do you all manage that? Or have you all become very good at being almost very, how you say, uh, like, uh, yeah, you can compartmentalize, like, you can separate emotion from... So hang out, only hang out with content creators. Uh, don't hang out with yeah. anyone I think, else outside. I think it goes back to having very strong values or a strong idea of who you are. Mm. So I keep in mind, like, okay, I don't need to compare with others. I'm me mm. as long as I'm happy. That is fine. But have you always been like that since young also? Not really. I think in my 20s, I was quite immature and I always compare, hey, how come other kids have this? How come yeah. other kids have this? But after I earned my own, own my own money, then I realized, oh, actually, to spend money, some pain is in is involved in that. Yeah. yeah. And when I see people spending money, I'm like, oh man, that's painful. I probably might not want to do that. So, I, so, by using that as a mechanism, it helps me control like, my spending as well. Oh, in some way, you kind of program your, your yeah. mind. Because we... We what's that saying? We uh we pay for our no we get we get money by paying with hours of our life. Correct. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so let's say correct. you go on a on a big wedding. Maybe that is six months of your mm, your yeah. salary. Yeah. Six months of you working nine to nine every day. Yeah. yeah. I mean, do do you want that? So it really helps. Uh, helps me spend reasonably lah. Especially uh. if I feel like oh, this is like a three month thing. Uh, it's it's too much or. Let's say if it's some, something is just basically one month of my salary. Yeah. yeah. Ah, okay. I'm, what I'm, is I'm inherited okay money then? What, what do you mean? Uh, because you're, it's almost like you're saying like for every thing, every force, there's an equal opposite reaction. So like somebody showing off a trip to Europe. Yeah. We don't see, they will not post, wow, eight hours working in the office today or like 12 hours. <laughs> yeah. That won't be on the answer feed. <laughs> yeah. right? So you're saying that keep in mind that if I want this, I'll need this. But yeah. But would would you would that then affect you differently if you knew that this person came from a rich family and you knew for a fact that this trip was just sponsored by their parents? Not really, because we come from different parents. Uh, yeah, and uh, you can't change that yeah, situation. Yeah, I mean, right? my dad is my dad. I yeah. respect his decision to do whatever he wants with my money. Yeah, yeah. his then, money. Yeah, then I respect. <laughs> yeah, his, his money. Careful, yeah. Yeah. Freudian slip. So, <laughs> so I also respect my friends' parents to give their money to their kid to spend. However, uh, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, I mean, yeah. I have uh, you know, a couple of these rich friends on Instagram. Uh, I find it a little bit peculiar, especially when it comes from generational wealth, like, yeah. like, And yeah. then they're showing the holidays in Maldives and all this. I'm like, a bit, a bit, uh, a bit gauche. Uh, a bit. But I like, think you have to be careful with that sometimes because yeah. I have, I have elicited things like that before, and then I caught myself. Like, I'll, I'll see my, my friends, for example, having uh, a very nice house. And like, yeah. yeah, the parents rich. Then I will catch myself, hey, why do you think that? How why do you, you know? Them, right? yeah. You yeah. can see the account, is it? You yeah, knew yeah. that this from the bank account of the parents. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It probably is. It could be. But I also don't know. Yeah. So, mm. no point. So I can't get it, it yeah. also. I can't magically just have rich parents. Correct, correct. And also, a lot of times, not always, like, but a lot of times, like generational wealth also comes from suffering that their that previous generation, generation endured uh, some uh, great uh, sacrifice or some great stroke of genius that they thought about predicting uh, the market, you know? So, if one of the rewards for doing that is that my future generations get to afford something nice, I think that's fair, you know? If I work uh, hard for something, I've got a lot of access. I mean, a lot, a lot of well. crimes also probably took place like, for that kind of money to... Possibly? <laughs> but unless I know also... 
If it's Joe Lowe's yeah. kids, I'll be like, hey, you fucker. Yeah. <laughs> but if I don't know, I can't say it, right? That's just jealousy, really. Right? Because that is luck also, right? Yeah. Luck you cannot control. Yeah. Especially in relations, I'm all, yeah, like, oh, I Joe Lowe. Yeah. So, so what, did, like, did your thought processes evolve to this state over many years? Or, like, just now I asked you from, from young mm. and for you guys, I mean, you guys seem like very mature in your thinking, especially yeah, when well, it comes uh, to finances. Uh, if you go out of office, well, the kind of shit we say is horrible, but Is I it, guess that's part of the... I mean, everyone has horrible thoughts, lah, right? Yeah, but when, when, when you guys have like, to... Like, cringe jokes, la, you know, things like that. Like, oh, yeah. cringe jokes, yeah. With, we just hang out more with us. But I mean, the, like, you guys can still distill like, your thought process, processes. Is it because ultimately you, you work in the business of personal finance? Or is it something that you spend a lot of time thinking about on your, on your own also? Like the philosophies that you guys have spoken about? I think our friendship is sort of like that. Mm. And oh, that's okay. why I treasure my friendship with me a lot. Mm. Um, because with him, right, I can talk about very like academic things very quickly. Uh, mm, we can okay. be cycling and talking about what we want for lunch, right? Then the next sentence is like, hey, what do you think about the fact that Netherlands inequality rating is so high, but then actually their standard of living is quite high. We can just go straight into it and it's mm. fun for us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. And I think actually personal finance and finance or like investing, that kind of thing, right, does kind of force you to think macro because if I want to make good plays on investment I have to understand the market mm. I have to understand governments I have to understand how economy and money works and that's very big picture stuff mm. and having that kind of perspective oftentimes allows you to be big picture and big picture means that when things happen if somebody cut my queue for example I'm, I'm big picture enough to not pick a fight with somebody because I know mm. if I fight I might die I might mm. get into a lawsuit and then down the line that's trouble for me yeah. So mm. a lot of times I'm 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 less quick to rouse as a result of my exposure to macro thinking. Even on a governmental level, it helps me to think when somebody cut my queue, you'll run through that. Okay. You, you had the Carl Sagan moment, uh, you know, when you yes, see the you, blue dot. The pale blue dot, the pale right? Blue yeah. dot, uh, For yeah. every every war that's with every drop of blood yeah, spilled everything on this tiny yeah, nothing that, else. You know that thing is funny you mentioned. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. you were saying like we can mention something. I think that is a uh, very transformative thing. It really shows you like it's really very insignificant. Yeah. All this yeah. money also is nothing. Mm. So so that helps, but I think definitely we get better as we do it. Like what Ming talked about, you know, like when we put out a piece of media, sometimes it's your story that you're telling about your father, for example. And then somebody yeah. go and write in the comments something nasty. It gets to you. But then like it also as you deal with it and move on, you get better at processing these things and you understand the nature of the internet. So mm. I think we got we got better at mm. it. Yeah. And also by understanding mm. like a macro point of view, it forces you to shift from like, oh my God, why the world do this to me? Yeah. To realize like, oh, okay, this thing happened, which caused this thing and now I'm feeling it. Yeah. Mm. If I want to change it, here's what I might need to yeah, do. Because if it's like me, 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 then you feel like, oh my God, the whole fucking world is attacking me yeah. and that's not a good feeling. Yeah. But understanding like the macro situation, then you understand, <laughs> oh, actually, it's like that. Yeah. And mm. uh, yeah, here's what I can do to cope yeah, with it. Yeah. I think when it comes to inequality, especially, like, like, like I thought about like uh, globalization, right? You know, like I'm feeling the effects of uh, rich people coming here, right? And yeah. my, my, now, now my income is definitely relatively less than what it used to be. So I think it's, it's easy to feel like, wow, I'm angry about it. Yeah. If you yeah. don't understand like the, that there are a lot of rich people coming here. But if you understood that, you, you would think to yourself, okay, why do these people earn more money than me? What skills do they have? Mm. Then I can like draw like a roadmap on how I can overcome my current problem. Mm. Because if I do not know anything at all, I'll feel very helpless. I just feel like, ah, oh, shit. Yeah, it stops that emotion. Yeah. If you have a big picture, it helps you to draw a line from emotion to possibly action. action. Yep. 
Yeah. And sometimes money helps with that because of course you can understand, right? If it's somebody who has a very difficult family situation, need to pay for medical fee yeah, and yeah. barely got enough money to make it through the month, how the fuck you want me to think about my next 10 years? I'm worried about yeah. next week, bro. Yeah, my yeah. rent is coming. I got not enough. Yeah. So of course, we also need to, I feel, when you get rich, help to uplift mm. those below yeah. you because there are a lot of people who are left behind not because they're not smart or whatever. Not hardworking. Or hardworking. Yeah. It's because mm. of the debilitating cycle of poverty that they're locked in. Yeah. So to be able to help these people out, they would otherwise be really, really progressive and really cool, productive, great long-term thinkers that are just debilitated because they would just happen to be born in that cycle of poverty. So I, I'm assuming that powers a lot of your drive behind the woke salary man also. In terms of, of in some way, some people would disagree. People. Some people will say we are too capitalistic or money-minded and that it's just that there are infinite amount of ways to draw the line yeah. where you should start giving back and how much you should give back. And it's an argument that I feel has no correct answers. So what is the argument? What do people like say? So some say? people might say that rich people, if you get rich past a certain point, you are now obligated, to for give example, back. to give back all you have. Mm. Then for example, so one, one, one sort of consideration is, which one is more virtuous? A poor old woman who gives away 100% of her small $200 savings wealth or a hyper-rich billionaire that gives away 1% of his billion dollars that actually results in a million dollar donation. Yeah. Which one is more virtuous? Is it the impact of several, like $10 million being yeah. donated or the virtue of one woman giving 100%? I don't know mm. the answer also. Mm. So I don't know the answer. It, it, I mean, these things are, they're not so black and white. La, when it the comes devil's to in the details, yeah. yeah. I think the very moralistic answer is to say the old woman, because she gave 100%. Yeah. But if you boil down to the facts, what can like, is it 20 cents? $200. Yeah, what can $200 do to uplift someone from poverty? Yeah. Not much. It means a not lot to the, to the old woman. Yeah. And we should respect that. Yeah. But one million is going to do a lot more. Agree, agree. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I feel like on both counts, I agree. Yeah, and nowadays yeah. on social media, a lot of people tend to focus on the oh, you give hundred percent of like they tend. I to, think to, both sides have right? they, I, I think both sides. Like, yeah. Depending where you go, yeah. They tend to lionize like either one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I, it, where reality is like in the middle, lah. Yeah, like like there's that saying, and and I don't quite like it because it starts with the word intelligence. Like intelligence yeah. is the ability to hold two opposing points of view at the same time. Sure. Mm. But I I quite like that latter part where it's about the ability to be comfortable with not having an answer to it. Yeah. To go, I see your point, I see your point. I, your point, yeah. I don't know what it is and I'm standing right here and I'll see what happens. Mm. There's something mm. useful with that way of looking at the world and being comfortable with not knowing the answer. I think it's useful to approach like, arguments not like I'm right or like, okay, I, there's this particular argument. Yeah. There's also that particular ar- argument. Yeah. And you understand like a multifaceted uh, approach. I, I feel like that is a better way to go around it than the typical Singaporean answer which is Flip to the back as right to the back of the answer. So right. I mean, we hear all this, right? We've been skirting around uh what are your political views, like the question. Okay, but we don't have to answer that. So, <laughs> we've, we've been hearing quite a little bit. Sure. But I, I, I'm not so interested in like or some kind of academic answer, but I'm more like Singapore Inca. How yeah. how happy are you all about the way things are now? 
I mean, I mean, you're, you're Malaysian, but I'm you're Malaysian. Okay, full disclosure, Malaysian. I'm a PR yeah, yeah, here. Yeah, yeah, PR. I think Singapore yeah. is fucking awesome. Alrighty. I used to be very cynical. I used to be super anti Singapore in Bali because it was all about. So the biggest thing that got me about Singapore, yeah, that I won't say like I like now. Also, actually, is the press freedom thing. Uh, mm. right. Oh, okay. yeah. Always very consistently, yeah. objectively ranked very low one. Yeah. I understand why that is, and I understand what that affords Singapore now. Yeah, I used to also be very cynical about. Two more things. One is the Malayan. Because the Malayan is a created thing. Correct. Yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, fake, I used to be yeah. extremely cynical about that. Okay. Because like, yeah, <laughs> fake one, <laughs> marketing fake one. <laughs> but now I look at it like, dude, like Singapore is how old only. Yeah, Got yeah. what history to do. Yeah. So yeah. you don't have legacy. You don't have 5,000 years of history. So whenever you, you made it. You yeah. just make one through marketing. Isn't that also quite cool? So yeah. whenever you when see the photos of people with the mouth near the Fullerton Malaya, no, I don't like, like that. Like, you like, it's not like I approve it, but I get it. I get it. I get it. It's yeah, not like I approve it. it. The good morning yeah. power, all these symbols. Ah. But when, uh, was it, when uh, did this switch flip from? When I started working, I think. We started working. Yeah. Uh, oh, I thought when you got your PR, then you're like, oh, no. be the citizen. Look, I, I will tell you right now also, my PR is a very mercenary move. And uh, the reason why I'm not a citizen is because I want the ability to, to be back. able to buy land back in Malaysia if I ever want to at a local price. Uh, That's it. It's a mercenary okay. consideration. But that doesn't mean I don't like Singapore. I love Singapore. Mm. And I love Singapore, I feel truly, not just for its symbols or the fact that if I put in OA or SA, I get 4 5%. I love Singapore because I like passive aggressiveness. I think it's hilarious that if I bought the bus and there's some transgression going on, right, y'all will film it first instead of talk to people about it. Uh, I find that actually that's the most striking difference culturally between Singaporeans and Malaysians. Really? Because yeah. for me, very clear, I'm like, hey, can you all not block the bus, go back? I'll just say it. I thought Malaysia also, the filming thing is a big thing, no? I think everywhere. Yeah, fight first. Like, yeah, everywhere. Fight first. Yeah. But <laughs> they Singa- will say Singapore. much more quicker than Singaporeans, oh, yeah, yeah, I find. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, so, okay. So you see, that thing also extends to me, la, to the Changi Jewel, for example, uh, which is a monument that is man-made yeah. with great effort and you're wrestling environmental factors. You go, it's like fucking Jurassic Park, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Correct. And this amazing thing with glass, like, with the thing coming yeah. down. It is very easy to be cynical. I'm not a huge fan of it, also aesthetically speaking. I think it's a bit gaudy. Mm. But what you did essentially is that, look, we got no natural attraction here. Let's make one. Yeah. Mm. We use our money advantage that we have to make one because as Singapore, you don't have many cards, you know? Yeah. 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 And then in contrast, I go to Malaysia, I see the standard of living there. I see the people that do the same jobs that we do here earn one-fifth of the salary that we earn just because they're in Malaysia. Uh Which is sort of okay if the prices are the same. But you know, if they buy camera equipment, it's the same price in Malaysia, you know. Mm. But they earn one-fifth the price we earn there. So, Mm. comparing these are very objective factors, I'm overall quite a big fan of how the Singapore government runs the country. Mm. And I'm not even afraid to say it. Mm. Do you think that's cancelable? No, I think it's fine. Okay, right. It's not yeah, like I agree I with everything fine. the Singapore government yeah, does. Yeah. Right? Yeah. No problem also. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like we're talking about the... The free egg freezing uh, for women. Yeah. Yeah. Or you know, yeah. like even Social, small things yeah. like the guy that would knock on the house. Do you all see that case, the rice media one? No, which one? He's there's just a, knocking there's like... There's a neighbor, yeah. There's a neighbor uh, that will keep doing that every day. Yeah. And they try to get the town council and the police to do and they couldn't do anything for, for like... <laughs> 11 years. 11 years. <laughs> So uh, of course got things, huh? Yeah, but yeah, you know, whenever I cross and go back, I'm like, wow, damn. Mm. Like a lot of things, huh? uh, the potholes on the road, like every level, yeah. government level, street level, I can see differences. And uh, to me, it's a very clear question. I see, I see. Mm. Yeah. But for, I mean, even for me, the last two years, 
uh, you know, literally doing COVID, staying here and then having a kid, all that. It made me question a lot about, yeah, you know, uh, does, you know, a lot of people talk about moving overseas, a better life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then well, I'm thinking, notion, really, right? really, is it really that much better? Literally, we were talking to someone today who he went to Italy for holiday and was like, he got COVID there and it was like a fucking hell. hell yeah, he mm-hmm. was like so scared of getting quarantined and everything. Uh, then Singapore, like, well, you, you COVID here, you just go and see a doctor. It depends who you are also, right? Like, uh, because some yeah, people yeah. would thrive better overseas, you know? Correct, correct. Some mm. people enjoy yeah. that kind of like challenge, like you said. You know? So for us creatives or people in the arts industry, yeah. like, I do consider myself an artist. Uh, mm. it, it wasn't very helpful in that regard. Like, I, feel, uh, I feel like the, the, the cultural atmosphere here is not very... Uh, right for me to be an artist. I, mm. I did really try to be an artist for a long time, you know. Mm. I wanted to make independent animated films about Singapore. Yeah, I had yeah. a master's degree that I wrote, right, at NTU and my thesis statement was expressing Singapore national identity through animation. Yeah, That mm. was what I wanted to do. But it's just hard lah. Because yeah, nobody will fund me. I don't have enough yeah. to fund myself. I can't find a company that will fund me to do it and giving me enough freedom to express myself the way I want to express. I asked the Singapore government for money to probably censor the thing or so. Uh, yeah, so yeah, I can't yeah. do lah. Yeah. Like that, ah. yeah. How about you? Yeah. I think like, I'm overall approving of what Singapore has done so far. Shit, are we coming? Yeah, I think, I think more. You know, <laughs> no, but I, I got this this game. I started off like as an adult, super left wing. Same, same, uh, same. Yeah. Yeah. Super, yeah. Left-wing, super left wing, super anti government. Yeah. Then I went to see the world a bit more. Yeah. Mm. And no doubt, like, there were a lot of countries not so developed as Singapore or life was not as comfortable. Like, I saw those as well. I also saw places where. Uh, life was pretty good or even comparable to Singapore. But studying history and like macro perspective, you learn how come these countries got these advantage. These mm. advantages. Is it because of oil? Right? Mm. Is it because of uh, history? Maybe they won a certain war back Colonization. in the day. Colonization. Yeah. yeah, maybe because of there was a certain right, right skin color. Right? Yeah. Then they could yeah. dominate other people. Mm. Use resources for 200 years. Then milk like culture and imperialism to become rich. So... Taken, taking all this into account, I think Singapore has done pretty well for itself. Mm. Even if I disagree with like a lot of the things that they do, over time I realized like, oh, okay, this is why they did it. Mm. And I developed like an understanding on why uh, they do certain things and maybe even acceptance. In, I think in, that's in very fair. Like mm. even when you disagree, you're like, ah, but I understand why you're doing that. Yeah. Mm. yeah like Malaysia one, like what the... Like sometimes so random on what they do. Like what the mm. hell are you talking yeah. about? Huh? Like yeah. okay, nah. I think it's important for Singaporeans to realize like when they go to other countries, right? Yeah. It's important to, to, to know that let's say free healthcare in, in, in mm. Norway, it comes at a price. It comes at a price. Yeah, yeah. 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 People get taxed 40%. Yeah. And yeah. It, if that is the social contract you uh, you accept, then maybe Norway cool. is the place yeah. for yeah. you. Yep. Singapore yeah. is the place that you tax you about 17%. Then you pay for healthcare with uh, Medisafe and then, you know, they take some income every month. To, to go towards that. Mm-hmm. So I think it's about what is the system you thrive best in. Yeah, yeah. Many people talk about going overseas and going to have a better life but often these people, not often lah, sometimes these people need to consider like what is their value that they will provide the other country. Mm. You want to move to Australia but are you on a skewed immigration so Australia list? Australia want you or not? Yeah, does yeah, Australia yeah. even want you? Mm. <laughs> need to consider that. Do you have kangaroo wrangling experience? <laughs> no, no, I think, <laughs> okay, I mean, okay, I mean, that's funny but also they are looking for like plumbers, <laughs> Tradesmen, medical nurses. So I, I acknowledge like, you know, in some countries, it might be just better to, some countries might just be uh, better to pursue certain professions uh, mm, compared yeah. to Singapore. Yeah. And it's important to, to acknowledge that. But at the end of the day, I think Singapore, with what it has, with its very limited resources, mm. which 
Uh, also based on the fact that it's in Southeast Asia, one of the poorest regions in, uh, in the world. Oh, yeah. It has done pretty well for itself. And I feel anyone who uh, doesn't acknowledge that from the very beginning, I will be less... I'll take the op- opinion less less seriously. I feel like it's a mm. card game. And Singapore started out with very bad cards or very few cards, yeah. but has played very well. Yeah. Mm. Whether it's you consider Singapore a winning player or not, that one debatable. They're I still think. in the game. Right? They're still but in the yeah. game. For the cards that it got, the hand that it got, wow. Pretty pretty impressive yeah. play. Yeah. So so this mm. is like Singapore is like maybe a HDB kit that became a, a a lender property kit over the past fifty years. Right. And mm. not a lot of countries have, have done that. Some lender property people have actually fallen down the line. Yeah. Mm. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. it's important to, to, to acknowledge that. Yeah. yeah, even though there are a lot of things in Singapore I, I don't really like as well. Yeah. yeah. Mm. So, well, I mean, remember we were talking about like you two as uh, the founders of Work Salaryman, there's this certain ethical thing that you all, you all have to follow, like, right? And then how that carries on to everyone else. That, that is what I worry about for Singapore in the sense that the last 50 years has required a generation of people who realise that, you know, we need to play at this level and keep these ethics and, 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 and make these sacrifices. Mm. But will the next generation understand that, that aspect mm. and then carry on with those things, uh, you know, mm-hmm. and I mean, we are seeing a lot of polarization of of, of people, and some people just, oh, I, yeah, I just don't like the government support opposition on this. But, but then, what's your take on Singapore Inc? Yeah. What's my? I mean, uh, I've, I mean, a lot of changes have happened in my life in the last few years because of having a kid and all that, mm. And then, but how old is your kid? Two two years old. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh wow! Congrats, so really, man. just watching, you know, so the COVID baby, uh, COVID yeah. baby, and COVID then baby. everything that nice. happened during COVID. It really gave you a lot of perspective about what was happening. And then I talked to, um, you know, I talked to people who had, who were having kids overseas yeah. at the same time or so. Yeah. They were fucking like trying to pack because they were like, oh, am I going to get separated from my kid if I get COVID? They were fucking trying to get out of like Hong Kong. Yes, that's true. Yeah, packing China. their yeah, bags, yeah, carrying yeah. two months old, mm-hmm. half the breastfeed on the on the budget flight because yeah, I couldn't like get war, a, like, you know? Yeah, it was like fucking running away from what I was like. I mean, yeah, like, I had to stay at home doing CB in Singapore, like, but yeah. I still went on my walks around the park every day, you right, know, that right, kind of thing. Right. And my wife, we, we still went to the hospital for appointments, all these things. So right. I was like, really, you know, it, when, when shit hits the fan, uh, yeah. you know, uh, I don't think there was anywhere else that I would have felt safer, uh, you know. Uh, and so, so that, that, that kind of puts it into perspective because I think when I was younger, so I was like, ah, you know, fuck this capitalistic society. Yes, and all that yes, shit, yes. And, I can relate to that too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So how about you? Yeah. I think I think same. I also started off with that, you know, you know, fuck the rich. Why you know, no yeah. yeah, all of us started like that. <laughs> because because, no, because you all never earn your money yet. So you, when you use other people's money, it's easy to have these like notions that other people should give you money. Uh-huh. Yeah. But once when you start Maybe earning yeah. money, you're like, ah, I need to protect my own interests as well. And I feel like that will leave you towards that will lead, that will push you towards cap, uh, capitalism. Right. I mean, I, I still do have certain opinions about the people who abuse the power or wealth that they have. Mm-hmm. Like, that one will never go away. Yeah. But then I think my my thoughts on Singapore has evolved to the point that yeah, I think they they have gotten a lot of things right. Um, and but also to acknowledge that they get a lot of things wrong. Mm. So one thing that I fucking hate is when we hear messages. Okay, um, we already provide you with this. That's why we can't do this. Uh-huh. And I think there's always room to get better, you know? And I think when we don't consider that, oh, Singapore can get better. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's it's pretty okay already. But that doesn't mean that we stop there. And that doesn't mean right, we allow right, right. other shit things to happen. Like. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I think over time, yeah, I love Singapore. There are many issues with it. But then there are many things that I feel strongly about. But yeah, there's a lot of things that I would say 
yeah, it, it's it provides something that you can't get anywhere else in the world. Like. Yeah, you have to give up things, yes. But I think yeah. what you said, like you, there's never going to be a perfect country, right? Yeah. Uh, you go to another country where okay, there's a lot of freedom. Even as a creative person, you go to a country where there's more creative freedom. Yes, there's yeah. a lot of things that yes. might not go your way, like, yes. You know, mm. and I, and also if I haven't lived in another country, I don't think I'm in a position to say it is going to be better there. Yeah. Uh, so I think yeah, like whenever I hear people say, "Oh, they want they they can't take Singapore anymore," okay, that might be real, but maybe go spend time in another country, yeah. try it out, and yeah. and make a comparison there. Yes, right? your your, your stand will be so much stronger if you have had the evidence of going overseas. Yeah, and yeah. also not just one sided where you can whack, but also you have to give give due credit when it's yeah. due. Right? Yeah, exactly. And also and not just experience like other country as a as a tourist. As a tourist. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Live live there. There. It's very yeah, different, yeah. you know, just taking pictures of the Eiffel Tower and having the look yeah. work in Paris. Yeah. Two separate yeah. things. Yeah. And, and two and separate think, universe. And I think if you go abroad and you love it there, then great for you. Great but for I you. think, yeah. yeah, the notion that, oh, it's always better there. But also, I wouldn't say that I agree with everything about the PAP and yeah. all that. Yeah. I think, I think yeah. that's, that's one thing that, you know, you said, that it's important to be able to hold two ideas yes, in one. Yes, opposing ideas. Right yeah. now, unfortunately, if someone <laughs> listens to this conversation, they're like, ah, yeah. fucking all PAP. Brought to you by yeah, the People's PAP, Association. Yeah, right. <laughs> then we're like, we're like, no, man, there are many things that I can't stand about their policies, the way certain ministers Agree. act and all. Agree. Right. But that doesn't fair. mean that that they do certain things right. Yeah. Like, mm. yeah. 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 So so I think I think, yeah, the the is now you you either have to be one extreme or the other. You can't appreciate things from both sides. Like. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. I think two things. I think one is that Singapore government, not the PAP. Yeah, I think they do do a lot of things on their own merit that the PAP shouldn't be able to allow to take full credit for. Because yeah. mm. government oh, true, is government, true. and oh, PAP right, right. Yeah, yeah. they they also do certain things. Right. But I think right. one thing I will say on like both PAP and the government is that comms can be so much better. Yeah. Communications yeah. can be so much better. <laughs> Sometimes it just lacks. Sometimes it just lacks empathy or mm. like compassion. You're trying, to do, you're trying to say we should do those comms. Ah, I mean, also, <laughs> I mean, to more, I mean business yeah. <laughs> not really because some of them are political messages that we will not do. Yeah, yeah we can't yeah. do, right? Yeah, we yeah. can't do. True, but I think sometimes it's just like be like, sh- like show, show face a, yeah. a, a yeah. little yeah. bit mm. more, you know? Yeah. It's like, like you can yeah. all, you can always say something, but how you say it? Like. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I think we all agree. There's yeah. no need to say you know you come from uh, what uh, a, a three room flat, come from Hamburg. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, yeah. we don't need all that. We just need to know that okay, this this these things have been carefully listened to, yeah. and not like a templated reply sometimes. And then, yeah. but it's a good template. Yeah. I just think like they used it too much where right? hey, it got template. It was too convenient yeah. really. Like, right? yeah, they do the yeah, video so. compilation like, wait, wait a minute. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. the same thing. What is the one yeah. unique thing you can say about you? Oh, yeah. I come I from a background. Yeah. 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 You know, I grew up with I, chickens running around me. I'm like, hey, fuck you. Okay, now, my also, family, now also yeah. my house got chickens. Right? <laughs> yeah. yeah, everybody got roosters. The condo downstairs got chicken. So I feel like if they can get it right, then they'll be a lot more effective in selling even policies that that unpopular. Might, unpopular but might be good for Singapore long term. Mm. I think the important thing is to be able to make unpopular decisions that are good for Singapore. Are good for Singapore yeah. Not yeah. pander to populism which I feel uh, yeah, yeah, it's, sometimes it's, to pander a bit it's also. very possible yeah, yeah, mm, yeah, yeah. Yeah. right now. Yeah. yeah, it's very true. Wow, didn't know you want to talk politics man. No, because uh, we were okay. skirting around it so much already talking about it. I don't think we skirted it. Yeah. I, I would have been able to talk about it if you asked to talk about it. Like, no, is it, is it like, you know, when we talked to Sudhir, we're like, so when was your political oh, awakening? Yeah, yeah, right, right. And then you're uh, like, oh, it was in 2000. But right, Sudhir right. is like, they live and breathe personal violence. Sudhir breathes, breathes, lives and breathes politics. Uh. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it's I mean, it's very interesting hearing that perspective. Yeah. Uh, because I think you're operating in a space where 
yeah, there are a lot of people who you know talk big game and you know promise a lot of things and 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 but actually they're out there to ruin you all. So, but you are operating with like a certain moral and ethical like compass like that perhaps that, to our detriment yeah yes perhaps no, to our detriment five million dollar detriment like. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I guess we'll find out yeah let's find out <laughs> to future yeah. raving oh, please don't regret this moment <laughs> to future yeah, raving yeah, yeah. yeah but, but yeah wow that was quite a intense discussion yeah, yeah very fun very fun yeah, nice to like I, yeah I guess we covered a lot of things we wanted to talk about including politics um <laughs> So that's great, uh, and and I mean I'm I'm curious how people are going to react to this, uh, because yeah we shared a lot about things that people do get sensitive about like personal finance and politics But I do have one one uh, like just a, a kind of lame question, but related to what we're discussing. What is your your most expensive hobby uh, that, you, oh, that you do? For me is it's a close tie between photography uh, and cycling. So my cycling, cycling one, my damage is like, I think my bike total, including like all the addition thing I put on it, maybe $4,000. You're the spandex kind of cyclist. Uh, the road road so, cyclist. So you, no, I don't do spandex. Oh, you don't do uh, spandex. I do spandex. Uh, I do spandex. Okay. He does spandex. Uh, okay. So Terrence has a has an irrational distaste for anything spandex. Like if, this, if this phone <laughs> was in spandex, right? yeah. if this phone was in spandex, he would hate it also. Like. His yes, phone yes, was in spandex. No, no, spandex. I, know, I mean, yeah. we can have like an educated discussion on cyclists versus cars if this is what it's about. <laughs> a bit, a bit. Like the road cyclists who don't observe traffic rules. I understand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, one, that one I think you want everybody. Like, yeah, 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 because even as a cyclist, yeah. Road cyclists, I do tell off cyclists who yeah. beat the red light, but sometimes yeah. they uh they think they're above the yeah, law. You have to respect the road. You yeah. Then even the beyond road. the road, even in the PCNs, sometimes they scream at old ladies who are, you know, cycling slower or yeah. on the wrong or left I or right. Side. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I think yeah. screw that, those guys. So I think yeah, yeah. that is fair also. Yeah. Okay. yeah. 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 Actually, why scream as in screaming at old ladies no, is no, fair. No, no, no. Like being angry at people who scream. Oh, okay, because okay. I also yeah. don't like so recently I've been doing like a a bike course that I teach. Oh really? On how to be a good commuter. So I just put on my IG story, then oh, like okay, 30 okay. plus people sign up. So now some car park somewhere and then he just Yeah, so now, so now so now so I now go to like different neighborhoods in Singapore. Are you serious? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah the woke, please the woke cyclist. Yeah, the woke woke cyclist. cyclist. So, 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 so I'll teach them something like <laughs> Okay, if you got a pedestrian, please don't ring 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 because it's fucking yeah, yeah, annoying. Yeah, it's annoying. You yeah. ring once or twice, the person don't overtake, fine. Just let the person go in front of you. Sooner or later, there will be a place where you can overtake safely. And if you are not confident cycling slowly, then maybe you should not be cycling on the pavement with other people. Wow, wow. I mean, okay, but overall, I do feel like there's a lot of like very strong car culture in Singapore. Uh, uh, I think drivers think they're entitled to the roads yes, simply yes. because they pay a lot of money. Yes, yeah, yes, but yes. the but actually the roads the, the is actually maintained by everyone, including cyclists. Yeah, because How, uh, uh, see, yeah, road tax actually is not road tax. It actually pays for tax. emissions. Okay, okay. So what you should treat a cyclist as is like a slow motorcycle, provided they uh follow the rules lah. I mean, they don't follow the rules, then they are they're assholes. Okay. So so have you all ever thought about like the woke brand? Like you have woke salaryman, woke cyclist, woke <laughs> video gamer, yeah. woke. But how to monetize? That's the most important thing. Yeah, anyone uh, can go viral. I think like yeah. if you try hard enough. But that hard part. Also, like, it has it has occurred like like the woke yeah. brand lah. Like. Hey, but we haven't. Uh, got, we we still asking yeah, about so, the so, 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 so now I'm like you were the one who digressed about the spandex. Oh, it's okay. It's okay. Let's okay. yeah, yeah, come back to it. So cycling four thousand dollars is my max purchase, which I think is a bit quite a bit, but also not very expensive because there are people that 
buy like 15k bikes and stuff. Yeah. Okay, okay. Then yeah. another one is photography. Photography, I think like the most expensive lens I have is $900. But it's also related to your work mm. like, that you do. Sort of. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, but that's about it. Everything else, okay. I, I quite budget one. Like my computer not very expensive. The games I play, I also buy on discount. Okay, okay. Yeah. How about you, Remy? So what I have... So, so my most expensive hobby is cycling. I do both road and mountain. Mm. Oh, okay, okay. Mountain biking yeah, is several a several bikes. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah. Okay. The road cycling is like on the road one. That's a bad discussion of models, eh? It is. It is basically, <laughs> it's basically doing this. That is mm. the drilling man, I thought. You know? Okay, okay. It's uh, just cycling with suspension because you're going up yeah. and down, right? I think all the bikes together around 10k. Mm. Okay, okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So and I, and I have like four bikes because I want to get my girlfriend to to ride also. So I need to I buy a bike for her yeah, so I can yeah, ride. Yeah. Together, uh, it sounds like excuses to me. <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe. But I also use the bike to to do like bike touring, so cycle uh, in other countries, do bike camping. So, I would say that most ex- expensive purchase is cycling and also camping, mm. using bicycles to to camp, which is called bike packing. Bike. Oh, so he yeah. save a lot on travel. Mm. Also. Oh, so yeah. he so go so and travel. Stay, yeah, yeah, you yeah, yeah. stay in the because he's so hardcore. Yeah, he camp. Oh, camps, camp. camps, camps. Yeah, oh. He just pay about the flight, and that's about okay. it. Does your yeah. girlfriend camp with you also? Uh, sometimes, yeah. Ah, but okay. in that way like the bike has to be of a certain quality so let's say you're in Mongolia you don't you want don't your want your, your bike to fail you yeah. Yeah. Mm. so I believe in spending like spend, spending where it matters yeah. Yeah. I joined him on it sometimes I went with him to Batam once I almost died then you all stayed in the and, tent yeah in the tent oh, really? yeah. Uh, then, then we're gonna go to Australia uh Two weeks from now, yeah, two weeks but Australia summer. should be the infrastructure should be there, lah. It's a bit like oh, I mean, no, like eh. France. I also did that kind of cycling and and oh, stay and thing, and it's it was damn fun, uh, as a student uh, and all uh, that. Uh. I don't think I'll ever be able to convince my wife to do anything like that. Slowly, lah. Yeah, slowly, slowly. But we've done cycling, then stay in, uh, okay. in a hotel, lah. Ah, like yeah, that's quite cool. Like, that's cool. France is the infrastructure is all there. The roads is is perfect oh, for cycling yeah. and all that. So yeah. you are going on a cycling trip to Australia. Oh shit! Yeah. Wow. That is cool. So there's this new discipline in cycling called gravel. It's in between road cycling, the spandex people, yeah, yeah, yeah. and mountain biking. So okay. you ride like your bike on un un unsurfaced roads. Unsurfaced roads. Okay. So it's safer because there are less cars at high speed. Oh, yeah. unsurfaced uh, road. That means there's no tarmac. Yeah, it's no just, tarmac. So you just do like no cars. gravel road for hundreds of kilometers. Oh, yeah. but the tires are more thicker, like, thicker in between. Thicker. Something thicker. in between. Yeah. It's more fun. It's not about racing. It's all like. Taking it to sides, you know, yeah. So is that what you're doing in Australia? Yeah, that's what we're doing. Oh in shit! Wow. I'm very scared, but also like I just take his deal. Actually, wow. on a bike you can cover like really massive dis- uh, distances. Yeah, so I'm that. doing a 400 kilometer ride tomorrow. Oh, like, around Singapore lah. Uh, in, in Malaysia. Oh, in Malaysia, okay. Yeah, yes. I think you'll be surprised on what your body can do. And it's a road bike lah. Yeah, road bike, and, and uh. what what you're capable of lah. So I always felt like cycling is a over over how many days? One day. Oh, one day. Yeah, so one day four hundred kilometer. Wow. Non-stop. Uh, I think we will stop when we are tired. Oh. Yeah, but it's uh yeah. But it means you be going see. very fast, uh. it's Maybe like, thirty kilometer per hour or something. Thirty. Okay. Yeah. Wow, but it's it's a good way to like keep fit, explore the world. So yeah, I feel like I yeah, I did a cycle up to Malaysia. I think it was about four hundred. Was two days and holy wow. shit, mm. man! Because That's we took the north south highway, so the hills, right? It's like uh, you go down uh, one hill. Then you come up yeah, another okay. Then you fucking yeah. see another hill. Wow, like, I think I teared up on certain slopes also. Yeah. You teared up. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, like yeah, yeah. if you're halfway, you can't stop la. So you yeah, just have to yeah. keep going. You then... stop, you gotta get off the bike. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And once you, you get off the bike, it's, it's, it's over. Yeah, yeah it's, it's over. over. It's over. Yeah, it's yeah. over. I, I I love the idea of this kind of like uh, endurance biking kind of yeah. thing. I even like last time there's this magazine called The Far Right or something uh-huh. where they like they take very nice photos of uh-huh. people on these kind of trips. Uh, right. Yeah. 
and it looks fucking awesome. But then I read the kind of distances they come up like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah not me. So again, you see, me. we're seeing the best shit. Yeah, yeah. you don't the see the grinding up here and all that stuff, right? You don't see the the grind, the abrasions, the grind. Yeah, yeah, but it's also Aspen. very affordable. Like like these trips, I think yeah, yeah, yeah. I managed to do like a three week in Japan, spending like thousand five. Oh, uh, because you like stay in tents. No, without without air ticket. Oh, yeah. but then you stay in tents also. Oh, yeah, what? just tents. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And you, you can eat anything you want because Correct. you know you burn it off the next oh, day. Oh yeah, yeah. So you just eat Correct. all the yakitori. Just just <laughs> fuck yakitori. Just eat everything. Just wag. Uh. Yeah, just wag. Yeah, yeah. Wow. yeah. No, no, it's true. Cool. Actually, every holiday I go. Uh, my wife and I, we try to look for a cycling part. Oh, really? actually, it's actually a very cost-efficient way to to really see a very big swath. Yeah, because cars, sometimes you move too fast. Too fast, you but can't going enjoy to a the place, way. then you come yeah. out, you see a bit. But cycling, yeah. you really see the whole way. You, know? yeah. Yeah. you want to stop, you just stop, take photo, yeah. move again. And know? it's not as bad as uh, walking, you only cover that much. Only. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, It's nice in between though. Mm. Wow. So I mean, yeah lah. The, at least I think the walk cyclist is, is the walk cyclist. The next brand. If we find a way to monetize, the next brand that's brewing. Uh. Yeah. Okay, well, there's a tour yeah. to Singapore coming up. Uh. You'll be you are well primed for, for I, that. I, I think that's too competitive. I wish cycling was like a uh, depact from the image of people in tights. The lights are strong. Yeah, I, I, I feel like strong. to work in Singapore, cycling should be like a, a normal activity that people do. Like yeah. you don't need wear spandex. I want to mm. go to work. I, I yeah. can wear G2000 pens and, and cycle G2000. Yeah. 2000. Right. Well, okay, no, no, no. okay, Uniqlo, 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 Arism. No, yeah. I think, I think yeah. Lululemon, their pens is the kind where you oh, yeah, yeah, you yeah. roll up and then it, there's yeah. that reflective strips and yeah. all. Yeah. yeah. So so maybe that is the next wave. Like It would totally make Agreed. sense because last time when I cycled, there's one side of your foot near the chain. Yeah, yeah. Always get kind of black color. Right? Yeah, yes. kind of black color. Yeah. I think, uh. actually, that's one of the areas I'm unhappy with the government about. I feel like they they talk a lot about Sustainability. Oh, but the cycling. Yeah, but like infrastructure. The cycling infrastructure or protection for cyclists on the road yeah, yeah, yeah. is is not there yet. I think it makes sense for Singapore. Singapore's so small, so you know. Mm. Yeah, Singapore would be the perfect country yeah. to have like cycling be oh, a big part of it. Not like. just protection, but also enforcement for errant cyclists. Like oh, catch all these like yeah, yeah, yeah. misbehaving fuckers. Yeah, and then drop kick them in the middle or close line them. Uh, close line officers, then they just yeah, yeah, maybe, maybe. Yeah, because I mean now it's yeah, like because I, I used to cycle a lot also, now not so much, but the it just it's a different world and it immediately feels it's competitive on the road. Eh? Mm. Like, no, that one is ego already. Yeah, it, I know what you mean. All, yeah, it's, but I feel like it's a it's a matter of going, ah, he go at his speed. I win if I have more fun. <laughs> well, no, I'm saying like, like even if I'm in a in a bus or a grab or something, the moment there's a cyclist there, yeah. it feels like okay, game game on. You know, like why? I don't know, there's just this tension in the air. <laughs> It, yeah, yeah. I'm not even it, driving. It, it, I'm not even driving or cycling. Really? It just feels like wow, some some shit's gonna go down. <laughs> yeah, oh, there's this, yeah, this is like there's something. There's something. innate conflict. Uh. Mm. Before yeah. I started cycling, also on roads, I I, I would hate I hate cyclists because mm. yeah. they slow down my bus. Yeah, yeah, they slow but they are part of. Yeah, yeah, they, they are part. Landscape. I mean, you would yeah. not honk at the old uncle on the scooter, yeah. right? Yeah. Then why go honk at the cyclist? You will not drive closely. You know like, why? Because he's there recreationally. Why? Okay, so if that's the argument. Oh, no, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying oh, yeah. that. I'm just saying okay, that. but so that I'm argument, not arguing and no one allowed <laughs> fucking joyrides in Singapore. Right, right, right. You on you get on your car. Your you, business or you yeah. get out the fucking yeah, road, Yeah, you right? go to work. Then you, or you fucking go Commute to Jalan Kayu Ikaya. Fuck yeah, you, yeah, get fuck off you, the road. fine, bro. <laughs> I mean, is that <laughs> what you want? I mean, no, 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 I'm just talking call. If it's the recreational argument. Chill, chill, chill. Yeah. Just talking call. Maybe, maybe to... To bring it back to something more <laughs> less Finance. less less tense, we can yeah, yeah, sure. we can talk about the Funny one show thing of the week. Politics, all that is okay. Or oh, cycling, drawing drawing lines, really. That, that, that's why. <laughs> yeah. 
But yeah, is it time for the one shock thing of the yeah. week? We always have this segment to end off. Like, just something that we can share with our listeners. Can you all save us? Then we sure, sure, sure. Yeah. Go ahead. So, so um, for me, the one shock thing of the week was uh, the friendly that Menu had with Liverpool. That oh. Menu won 4-0. Uh, so I'm a Menu fan. Watching Menu the past year has been painful. And even though it's a friendly, it was nice to see them win. La. I see. It was nice to see them win. Because mm. there's a new coach. Ronaldo didn't play. But it was it was still nice, like it was still nice. Right, right, right. Yeah. Congrats. So uh, I mean <laughs> I I don't think it's gonna last. So it's just funny when someone I don't think yeah when someone congratulates a yeah, for a pre-season, exactly. preseason friendly win. Yeah, but I think like the fucking menu fans around the world, right? They're like, this is a useless cup. It's in Bangkok, it's a preseason friendly. Normally we won't give a shit, but yeah. menu fans generally I think quite happier. I see. To mm. see them win 4-0. Right. Hasn't happened for a long time. But I, I deep down I know it's not gonna last. So I'm just trying to enjoy it. Yeah, yeah. That was my one shock thing. Cool. But it's sad that Ronaldo is like in this situation. Yeah, I mean, man. thinking about one of the best players of the era, he can't he doesn't really have a home right now. Like he's too expensive for any club that that want that would want him. I don't, I don't watch soccer. Which which yeah. Ronaldo? Cristiano Ronaldo. Cristiano. Can you like, just yeah. asked which Ronaldo. <laughs> I don't know. Last time Brazil, Ronaldo, Ronaldinho. All your opinions for this one hour, 45 minutes, right? You are out of touch with the world. We should. Everything you said is fuck. You know nothing. You know nothing. I don't know how to react to that. Okay, I know Messi, okay? I know Messi, okay? So does that redeem Messi? Messi is the. What's Messi's first name? You're Federer and Nadal, lah. Federer and Nadal. Start with L. Lionel. Oh. Lionel, Lionel, Lionel. Okay, you know Federer and Nadal? Yeah. Like Messi, Messi and Ronaldo. Uh, yeah. Okay. Essentially, yeah. it's that kind of dichotomy. Between I, I've heard of that dichotomy, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of the different styles, you know? Styles, yeah. Yeah. So, so, I know, I know. Don't, don't, uh, Ronaldo, he's, I mean, he's quite old already. He's 37. 37. But he's, 37. But he's still very little goal still scorer. Fucking, he's like LeBron James. Uh. Yeah. yeah. LeBron James is also like close to 40. Yeah. But the problem with these people is that they, they, when they are in your team, they are they take over. They take up so much, so much like, air. Yeah, in yeah, team, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so that's why yeah. a lot of people that want to build up a team, they wouldn't buy someone. Yeah, you like rebuild, that right you now. will clear the, yeah, yeah, the roster. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. yeah. Again, right. But he chose to come back to Manu, but Manu is was just in a very bad place, lah. I see, I see. And someone like him, he doesn't have many years left, so he's saying that I want to go to a place where I can play Champions at the League top football level, Champions League that. football, yeah. play against oh, other European I teams. See. What about thirty-seven? You take take a picture, He got injury. Even pay cut possible, but then it becomes about how he fits into the team because yeah. he will really disrupt everything. Yeah, everything will be on him inevitably, like, Because mm. he LeBron, will score, yeah. Yeah. I watch basketball. Yeah. Yeah. I watch basketball. Yeah. So, yeah. So, yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, all these 37, 38 athletes—they actually put the team in a very bad conundrum. Do we True. go for glory True. now or do we True. rebuild, scratch, and yeah. then rebuild yeah. everything? Yeah. Yeah. And I think Manu is—they want to rebuild, but they, at the same time, they know that Ronaldo is like. Yeah, he's like uh, he draws so much yeah, marketing yeah, also, right? Right? exactly yeah. so it's like there this uh, we want him we don't want him kind of thing I see. yeah, yeah. Uh, I apologize yeah. for saying uh, which Ronaldo <laughs> irredeemable uh, irreconcilable I, 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 I take that back if I could yeah. <laughs> yeah. oh you edit I edit out the first one hour no, 45 will, minutes of the we podcast we will extract just that that would be it don't know which Ronaldo he's an expert expert personal finance but he knows nothing about football PAP supporter hardcore supporter don't know Cristiano Ronaldo you know because the name Ronaldo right, just seems like got a lot of them yes last time got number 9 Brazil right then got another one 
Then got Ronaldinho also. Uh-huh. So I was like, oh, that's three, one? bro. I that's know, three, I know. Wow. That's three, How many in basketball? One only. Eh? <laughs> See, you just yeah. killed a boot, no? Just... <laughs> sorry, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> never, mind, never mind. You can redeem yourself with your one shock thing. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Uh, you save it. You save it. Okay, my one shock thing is just the Netflix series. Uh, uh, our great national parks. I think our Obama. Obama was the is the host and executive producer, oh. but he covers. Uh, some of the greatest national parks around the world, uh, in right. Kenya, Indonesia, mm. and Australia. It's yeah, a limited series. No, I don't have like, what? Marina Bay there. That's not a park. Botanic, no, 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 uh, Botanic no, no. Gardens. Uh. Oh, that's no, my mind is focus right, on wildlife. Uh, focus on wildlife. Oh, wildlife. So it's talking like about Yellowstone, you know, two years. Yeah, yeah. Yellowstone. So save, you know, save all these parks because they are helping to uh, save wildlife. Uh. Right, right. And uh, everything about it is fantastic. The camera work. You know, the worst, the only bad thing I can say about it is that when he's reading his lines in front of the camera, you can tell that they didn't they didn't bring a teleprompter. So his his eyes he keep looking to the side. Oh, okay. Mm. He's reading his I lines. I think uh. only media people find like notice. But very, yeah, but you know, but it's that kind of thing because you know it's I don't so think jarring. Attenborough will ever do that, right? Exactly, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It looks very unprofessional. Like, when, <laughs> Yo, when Obama. It's Obama. Checks, uh, I guess the whole, whole legacy oh. is ruined. Ruined. Yeah, yeah, ruined. Because yeah. he looked to the side. <laughs> right, correct. The whole thing cannot watch it because of that. Kidding, kidding. kidding. No, but, but it's, a, it's a very nice series and it's one of those few things on like it's like every you can watch with kids, you can watch with your girlfriend, whatever. Oh, I see. Like you you can't go wrong with it, like it's cute, it's funny, it's those nice moments. What's it called again? Our Great National Park. Oh, Our Great National Park. Yeah, 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 yeah. Cool. Yeah. One shock thing or one shot thing. One shock. One shock. Yeah. You know, in Malaysia is shock. Shock. You say that. You say that. <laughs> no, no, no. What shook thing? Oh, say them shook. Then I'm like, okay, sure. I, I do say shook. You do. I say shook, bro. No, no, you say, say you say shook all the time. I, I, I say like, okay. For the record, I say shook. No, you say. I shook. never say shook. I will. In my life. I will film it and we'll upload it. At some you point. do it. I will never ever say. it Please film it. You script it. I also won't say. Okay. Yeah. The H is there. Yeah. Yeah. I guess I'll just steal what you said just now. Pale blue dot. Pale oh, blue dot. Yeah. Um, it's it's a narrated thing by Carl Sagan, and it's from a photo I think uh it was taken by Voyager spacecraft, and it's mm. exiting the solar system. What they did was that they asked the satellite to turn around As it was and take a photo of Earth in the Milky Way, and Earth is just one pale blue dot. Mm. And I think also relatable in terms of like small small red dot, you know, little red dot, uh, you know, Singapore kind uh. of thing. And it just talks about how insignificant and small Earth is. For all this vastness that we see right now, yeah, actually, is is nothing. We yeah. are just stardust, and we'll return to stardust. stardust and yeah. what we talk about in terms of like macro thinking, I think that is as macro as you're gonna get. Mm. It's beautifully narrated. The music by Evangelis is amazing. It's a documentary or just a short? It's a part of a documentary. Part of a documentary. But it's like correct, correct, few yeah. minutes only. And but it's the most YouTube. stunning. Yeah. Like every year, I I I will watch it, it and oh, like yeah. oh, this thing remind mm. you that. Mm. This person stressing on work doesn't fucking matter. Uh, but you did you watch the Neil deGrasse Tyson stuff then? No, le, I uh, didn't. Because he, he I like I like Neil deGrasse Tyson as a space yeah. uh, science communicator. Yeah. yeah, but I haven't seen that yet. Star Talk I've seen. No, this uh, podcast is good. What's the show? Uh? Star Talk. No, 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 I said there's just show. He had one. He, yeah, Cosmos. He, it was uh, Cosmos. Cosmos. Like, yeah, oh, yeah, Cosmos. Like, he basically yeah, built or whatever. Carl Sagan. Yeah, 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 yeah. I like him. I like. Yeah, that was cool. I mean, assuming cool. that he didn't sexually harass his assistant and all that. Like, okay, yeah. that one, I don't know. Until <laughs> it's proven, I, yeah. Carl Sagan or New DeGrasse Tyson? New DeGrasse Tyson. Yeah, so that was my one shook thing. One shook thing. Wow, I think uh, this man's shook thing 
is a uh, August issue of the Singapore Savings Bond that gives up to three percent returns over a period of ten years. <laughs> I can't tell if you're being sarcastic. Yeah. Or not, serious. Yeah. No, it's, it's, it's a good, it's a good thing. Yeah. So uh, it really goes up this yeah, time. So this is okay, all-time okay. high interest uh, for people who want to protect their money to hedge against inflation. Mm. Uh, the maximum amount you can get is two hundred thousand dollars, but I suggest you know buying in. Uh, you know, buying no more than ten thousand dollars because that will increase your likelihood of uh, success of getting the bonds. Oh, so so what what is it that S- that SR no, S- S- SB, uh, the SSB the Singapore Savings Bonds? Singapore Savings Bonds. It's basically unlike investing in a company. Like if you have Laugh Media or like you know like a a Focori. Yeah. If I invest, you know, company, I take a certain percentage, right? That means whatever you earn, I get a percentage. So that is a shareholder relationship. Yeah. A bond is a loan relationship, meaning I lend you money. You pay this back in five years, and no you're lending what to happens. the Singapore government. Yeah. yeah. So, so this three percent, this three percent is guaranteed yeah. you're gonna get it back unless the yeah. Singapore government collapse. Yeah. 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 You're yeah. gonna get the three percent back, and three yeah. percent is really good for something like that. So when you're uh, on shareholder relationship, you take on the risk of the company as well. Yeah. 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 But for bond, you just fuck you will it. get paid. You first. just give me yeah. my. It's not Singapore don't yeah. collapse. Uh. Exactly. Singapore liquidates or whatever. Singapore ain't don't liquidate. Not impossible. It's unlikely. It's not impossible, but it's very unlikely. Yeah. So, so what what a what a one shock thing of the week. Uh. That is, that is how do you go about how do you go about buying it? You can do it uh I think on a local bank's app. You just go invest, then you'll say Singapore government securities and uh-huh. then you go a, Singapore savings bond. And there's a window right. that you open, right? Uh this month I think application ends 26 July. Oh, ah. It's nerdery like Sunday. Yeah. And then you <laughs> said <laughs> buy <laughs> thousand, don't buy thousand. Yeah, because if you buy the full two hundred thousand, so no Singaporean is allowed to more to have more than two hundred thousand Singapore okay. savings bonds. Okay. So you apply, to, you buy $200,000, I think they will reject your application because it's easier to process smaller applications. Uh, uh, so you buy like 10000 is okay. reasonable. Okay, so, I'm going to tuck my $200,000 yeah. back in my so yeah, yeah, Maybe okay. the, the interest rate <laughs> might increase next month. So who knows? So maybe next month you can invest again. Uh, maybe it's three point two percent next month. Who knows? Oh, you're I saying oh, so you're saying don't don't just assume that this is the highest. Yes, yes, yes. But it is it is really high now. This is pretty good. Okay. Yeah. Wow. I can't yeah. believe you know the fucking expiry date. <laughs> five, years, Sorry, yeah. five years, yeah. right? Five years, right? Ten years, ten years. I guess what oh. you said just now about yeah. Raming like living and breathing personal finance. Oh, yeah, 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 no, but three percent. But three percent for ten years is not bad, really. Yeah. It will be most of your investments you 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 made last year because most people are losing money now because they yeah. invested last year. Three percent is pretty good. Mm, but don't safer, put all yeah. your money in it. You can you should, you should diversify and stuff. Put put oh. put one for every dollar you put in there. Put one dollar in crypto, lah. Right? No, that's what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> we cannot endorse that strategy. <laughs> yeah, Damn, Terrence. Oh, but yeah, I guess that's that's a nice way to come full circle and and conclude Very this podcast, short. man. Yeah. Oh, fucking keeping things real, I mean. Yes, yes, you yeah, must keep things real. Yeah, keeping things real. But yeah. yeah. Where, 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 where can, I mean, obviously, yeah. well, where can people oh. find the Woke Salary Man? Um, our website is thewokesalaryman.com. You can find us. And men as in M- M-A-N. M-A-N. Yeah. So singular yeah. man. La. Yeah, singular, singular man. He's like Batman. Okay. Uh, singular man. Or bad person, as he might be known now. But uh, bad person. It's man person. Yeah, yeah, it's man because we are both males and it would be disingenuous to masquerade as females. No, it's man because it's salary man. Yeah. It's not that we are both males and we are penises. That, that That's why it's man. Salary, salary okay, man. Okay, number one, salary man is a thing. There's no, <laughs> there's no, yeah, there's 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 no, in, there's no salary. In in mainstream usage, there's yeah. no salary woman. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Then also we are both men, so we Why will not better? go out of the way to use salary woman because that's just weird. So we are at, we are the work salary man. One word M A N on Instagram. 
Uh, Facebook, I think, also can find us there. Yeah, We're yeah. also now on LinkedIn. Can check out on LinkedIn. Mm. Can, got Telegram. We also got a Telegram thing. Uh-huh. Uh, We're on YouTube also. Go and check us out. We've got some podcasts on there. Not very good, but we'll get better. Yes. Uh, might be interesting. Where else are we on? We're on Twitter, but don't have the because got a uh, character limitation. Uh, on Twitter, we don't uh, look at the comments because we're scared of uh, just people uh, arguing. Because yeah, 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 Twitter got a different kind of vibe. So, sure. yeah, we are failing on TikTok, so don't check us out on TikTok yet. Yeah, we haven't decided to make a play yes. there. Yeah. Uh, if you want to laugh at us, go on TikTok and look at how pathetic our TikTok is. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Okay. Cool, man. Well, cool. Awesome. Nice. Wow, that, that, was a, that was a great chat, guys. Thanks for coming on board. I hope it was uh, good yeah, for you. I hope this yeah, is uh, yeah. usable. Nah, Confirm lah. We won't have to delete it. Yeah. 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 We'll delete the part about Ronaldo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not knowing Ronaldo. No, we're not going to delete it. <laughs> yeah, we're not going to delete it. <laughs> but yeah, thanks guys. Cool. All right. And thanks everyone for listening and we'll talk to you all soon. Yeah.